Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, we have comedian Michael Copenhaver. He's set to talk to us. We're going to be talking about uh, daylight savings time. McDonald's apologizes for disgusting Halloween decorations. We also got playing with balls, crazy news, and much more. Keep it locked right here on the Epic Radio Show. radio show my name is epic i am the host of whatever you want to call this uh masterpiece that we have right now masterpiece i don't know it's a joke masterpiece <laughs> masterpiece, masterpiece theater like yeah what? masturbation theater oh, you know God. what it's weird that you mentioned that yeah what the fuck have you ever heard of no nut november I've heard. No, I'm not. I no shave, but no. no I've no. never heard no, Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of this. Well, guess who? De- guess who had to tell me about this shit? My sixteen-year-old daughter. Jesus oh. Christ! <laughs> That's horrible. Oh no! I've never heard of it. And, and oh, God, who no. you're already hearing before I get to introduce oh, them is oh, uh, Larry. Hi, and uh, we got a, not Chris Kettler, not Chris Kettler. <laughs> He's Chris Kettler I, today. I don't know how that happened because I know I changed it. What are you doing? Halloween. It's, that's my, how do you do? Oh, I thought you were like. How do you do? Miserable. Taking sprinkles out of your hair. That's I don't so know. weird. Because I know. Sprinkles out. Like, that's so weird. Oh, man. Like, this is how my salt shake works. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Yes. I guess you're Chris for today. I don't, that's kind of weird. You're Chris Kettler today. It's fine. Chris oh, Kettler's going to do Oh, that's all right. He was my dead mom last week, but we won't yeah, get into so that one. That's yeah. good. Remember? Yeah. Remember, I don't remember Chris that. was saying that he was Mark's mom? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Dead I mom? Don't. You remember that? I don't know about dead mom. He just said You didn't mom. know. He said it was his yeah. mom. You didn't yeah. hear that? 
And you guys look like that. ghosts or something. We were spooky. Jeez. Oh, he didn't use the word dead, but he by implying he said that you're all see-through and he's a ghost. Either God. he's a Mark's terrible mom. comedian or he thinks he's hilarious. It's one or the other. Terribly hilarious comedian. <laughs> yeah, terribly hilarious. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he must Whatever. be good because you were giving him handies the other who was Week. giving who hands? Oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> when uh, Chris was pants, pantless in the studio. Well, he yeah, asked a few I weeks mean, ago. If my bits play him with balls, I better be playing with balls. <laughs> you can play Larry's with balls. Larry's about to scoot off a little bit. Larry's about to move over. Hang on. I, I already told him to scoot over. Now he scooted the other way, too. You just said Slowly. scoot. You didn't say which Anyways, way. Scooch. We have Mark Warren, not Chris Kettler. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, you can tell because unlike Chris Kettler, I'm not funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> so bitter. I so think bitter. Pretty, you know what? You know what's funny is what? like Chris Kettler, his nickname is the bitter dude. But I think you're a little bit more bitter than a he little is. bit. Yes, maybe a little. Slightly. Oh, just so slightly. Think I'm, think <laughs> just a little. Just with that condescending like answer you have right now, and oh, that yeah, look at that the... face. See, look at wait, condescending wait, wait. Face. Bitter is not condescending, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Is a very condescending face you wear. It is. God, he's like, like right dead now. mom. I'm is not going to be thrilled about it. But is that your normal face, though? Is the, is it's my it's, face. It's, it's, <laughs> it's my face. He has re resting, like, bitter face. First off, he resting didn't know bitter your mom face. was it's dead. Still the same <laughs> you should have, because I only mentioned nice. it twice beforehand. Oh, well, he yeah. probably forgot. And it's fine that he forgot, because, I mean, he's an elderly man. Oh, my so, God. of course, he's going to forget. <laughs> oh, he's probably got the Alzheimer's. Wait, your mom, the was, your mom was actually really dead. My mom died three years ago. But he didn't say that. Well, oh, he didn't say dead, but if you're ghosts last week, what does that imply? Well, the reincarnation of. What? what? My reincarnation? Mother, my mother was never that ugly. With your mom come back. Your mom came back as Chris. Day. <laughs> Anyways, that mathematically um, wouldn't even make sense anyway. No. Okay. Well, she, oh, she'd be a three-year-old baby. Yeah, Very interesting already, okay, conversation we're having. Okay. Right so yeah. Um, moving on. Moving on. Um, also good. in the studio was Ashley. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. also here in case no one recognized my voice talking that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I should have we... stayed quiet that whole time so people questioned whether I was even here. Like, wait, is this it? <laughs> is that Chris, it? Chris said, "Hey, do you have something to talk about other than me?" <laughs> <laughs> Just say it, Chris. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Chris. I'm gonna be quiet. He's, now, he's gonna he's gonna play that uh, Mariah Carey song. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> Not you, just a thing you said, and and it all it was it was gangbusters. Hilarious, man. Oh man. Why does the side of you can't say three way? Because that's what I'm in the mood. That's for what he's right in the now, mood yeah. for. Yeah. He pulled that out of the fridge, like, <laughs> ooh, I'm gonna take the three way, and it's I'm like. Is that what you're in the mood for today? He's like, rip it yep. three way. He's yeah. like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm just gonna stay over my here. My favorite one too. Ooh. Yeah, he likes being in the middle part of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, hi. I'm the again. strawberry. You're the strawberry. Are, wow. the, are you guys having a three way you out there? Let me see the can. I can't yeah. see the can. Let yeah. me see the can. Let's see the can. I wanna just don't wanna see it. Oh, oh you can barely the, oh, the, the berries. Train, yeah, the berries. Uh, I saw the berries. That was yeah. funny. And it's funny that it's berries. <laughs> That's -berry. just as funny. It's all funny. Let's see. I just saw where to take our clocks back today. I don't oh, remember where I bought berries. it, let alone where I put, put the, the receipt. receipt. Yeah. He's funny. <laughs> a little. We're about to talk that. about daylight Mark. savings time. Well, though. I mean, Larry came a whole hour early. Fuck yeah. daylight saving time. He yeah. was all about Screwed this. Me up. No, literally, I saw my my clock changed on my phone. I was fine. I got up, 
I went to take a shower and I literally still had to ask Google on my phone. I had to be real quiet because I didn't want the other minis to, to hear. Mm -hmm. So I needed to ask my phone specifically what time is it? Because I knew if the minis answered, they would have the right time. I needed to be sure that my phone changed the time. Um, mm -hmm. And sure enough, it changed the time. I was cool. I left the house at appropriate time from what I saw on my phone. I was mm -hmm. good to go. Cool. Um, got in my car, started driving. Uh, I knew I had to go to Sam's Club sometime this morning. And when I looked at the clock on my on my car, I said, "No, I'm not gonna make it. Let me just just head to the, to the to the show." Just sure go. enough, sure enough, um, I showed up to the show about an hour hour early. early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you went to Sam's Club, and it wasn't open yet. Yeah, I was like, why do you in the Sam's Club just roll back and just like be nice and open? Oh yeah, Saturdays they're yeah. open at nine, not Sundays. Sundays they open mm -hmm. at ten. Yeah, but so people would think that it was ten, right? And yeah, just, like just yeah, be nice and open like yeah. that. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was polite and open a little later last night too, just in case people rolled back exactly at midnight up. and felt that I deserved another hour of gaming, you know? Yeah. Do you know AOC didn't know that uh, rolling the, the clocks back an hour has been something that's been established for a long time? She thought it was a new thing. So she saw, started legislation that uh, asked for 72 more hours a day. Oh my God. It's just not fair that, that we get an hour taken away from us every year. My goodness. So I now we, we need, need 72 to, I mean, it's more back. a day. Like later. I think we need to stop calling her ROC. That, that name is too. ROC? AOC? Yeah, we're calling her ROC. Oh, that's what are we problem. talking about? Who are we talking about? AOC, but AOC, that's where I know that. That's the I'm computer so company. Right? Um, there we go. That uh, Congress. <laughs> oh, okay. I gotcha. I believe Congress, right? Congress? Yeah, she's Senate? a freshman congresswoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. okay, I hate when yeah. people like do that because I'm, I'm not into politics, so I'm like, what the uh, fuck is this? Who is I this? Can't, what is this? Oh, I know, I know her last name's Cortez. I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Alexandria, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, yeah. once you, yeah, once you said it, the it was like Congress or whatever the fuck it was, I was yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, I know who she is. She's a little slow. I've seen it shortened. Okay, I was like, all right. I have a couple monitors with her initials on them. Right. I mean, literally, you adjust the joke slightly. You can just uh, put Trump's name in there. You adjust the joke slightly. You it's make it about Elizabeth Warren. It's, it's I mean, it's in, interchangeable. It's all, yeah, it's, it's all the same. Thing. They're all morons. That's why we don't really talk about So who gives a yeah. crap about them? All right. Gotcha. Anyways, um, gotcha. speaking of daylight savings time, yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to go into right. our first topic. Which is? Daylight savings time. Yeah. 2019. <laughs> Yeah, um, which was last night. Which was yeah, like this morning. Yeah, for yeah. some of us occurring right now. Right, <laughs> some of us like people are like really confused right now. Like, what's happening? All Where right. So, uh, President it? Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Uniform Time Act in 1966. 1966. So this really hasn't been around for a long, long time. Oh, this is a history lesson. Yes. Okay. Yes, we're doing history um, class. Pay attention. <laughs> it's not new, but it's not We're going to have a quiz, yes. okay? Listen. Which established daylight savings time from the last Sunday in April through the last Sunday in October. Oh. After one change to the start date in 1987, another extension was made in 2005. That year, President George W. Bush extended daylight saving time even further, Dang. changing it to the second Sunday of March through the first Sunday of November. Dang. The change was made official Dang. in 2007. Uh, the law also allows states to remain in standard time all year and does not require states to adhere to daylight savings yeah, which time. Which states are those? However, it does require that states get approval from Congress before making daylight saving time permanent. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, those against changing clocks during the year include... Um, President Donald Trump, who tweeted in March <laughs> that making DST permanent is okay with me. 
Other it's okay advocates, with him. yes. Other wait, advocates wait, wait, wait. argue that shifting to- time twice a year can cause increased risk of stroke and heart attack, as well as affecting adults 65 or older more drastically. Uh, those in favor for shifting time include the National Parent Teacher Association, which says that children would have to commute to school in the dark with year-round daylight savings time, and the U.S. Department of Transportation, which says that time changes save energy and cut crime. Do Seven they? states. Do they? Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Nevada, so Oregon, um, Lots of Tennessee, vowels. and Washington have approved legislation to make daylight saving time permanent. These states will still need the okay from Congress to be official. Huh. But what do you guys think? Permanent DST or keep DST. falling back and springing forward? Permanent DST. What do you or guys think? You sounds could, like a. I don't know. It sounds like. <laughs> or you could do it like Arizona does. I believe okay. they're the one state that that, or maybe there's two in there. They're okay. both out there, where you don't change the clocks at all. See, and I. It's a hard thing to research, but you're, that's you're in saying there. Uh, uh, just staying standard. All year, where it's standard yes. all it year stays round. The same does not. I I agree because I actually like. Hey Angela. The sun setting later. Yeah. Just stays the same time all standard. year round. Yeah. Yep. Like now that? we could really get deep in this. Yeah. Oh, what the uh, we're ass- already deep in it. Oh, yes. I'm so fucking the, the, the abstract <laughs> okay. measurement that time is in the first place. Yeah. We were talking that's about silly. Larry being an hour early today. Yes. But that's only because we have designated that that's what that time stands for. Okay. If you show up at four o'clock oh, in the boy. afternoon Girl. and you call it nine o'clock in the morning, what is it then really? Well, I'm against it because I want to live in the future. Everybody else can go. We'll live in the fucking future, okay? Buy your lottery ticket an hour beforehand and you've already won because you know what the numbers are. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, There's no So what are you confused about, Larry? And there's there's so many points points in that um that he's confused about in that article that I'm confused about. So <coughs> like what? Okay, um, Donald Trump he says yes. that he's not opposed to a permanent daylight savings time. He is not opposed. What not would opposed. that mean? What does that exactly mean? That uh, means to that be, the to make time daylight right now permanent. Daylight savings time is now. So the hour back. Okay. No, it's the other. But way I around. turned it off. I turned it on my car. I turned it off. Yeah, this is the end of daylight savings time. So now we're back in standard time. He wants daylight savings time all ah, the time. Gotcha. So when it hits on the second weekend See, I in March, confused with that. Too. Oh, me too. Trust so, me. So I'll that, 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 that was the confusion. I, well, I feel like there's a lot yeah. of confusion in this room right now. So, okay. so with, with 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 the way it would go is once <laughs> once it hits the next March date, and Donald Trump will be like, "Okay, this is great. We've got one more hour." It starts a day. It starts good. an hour earlier. It's good. It's great. This is the best hour. It's my best hour. This is the <laughs> so finest hour. Let, hour. Me, let, me, let me explain. <laughs> let me further explain the confusion that I'm having. Yes. Wouldn't would if you say I'm not opposed to daylight saving time? Mm-hmm. Actually, wouldn't you want to say I'm not opposed to keeping standard time? <clears throat> I'm so confused. Yeah. Because the only no, way no, you no, get no, to, no, the no. only way you get to daylight saving time is by changing the time. So why would you want to make the change the permanent one and not just stay with standard time? Right. That's that that's highly confusing to me. Well, I just want to be sure that I'm, I'm no, not the only I, I, one oh, here. Confusion no, makes not, perfect sense. I, I kind of agree. And the only reason why I agree is because during daylight savings, it, it gets darker later. Yeah. 
That's I know the only reason. Yes. But yeah. this yes. is where we get into the abstracts of time and what okay. time is. Okay. With because... Mark Warren. So wait, yeah. what would you rather happen? Would you rather happen time? It, would you rather it, hap- it get darker later for six months of the year? Or would you rather... Well, it's only it, about four or it five. Always stay, it always stay bright for ten months of the year, because that's that's the that's the ratio you have there. You have the six months between the no, you have hey, eight months between four months, right? And 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 here's here's where we make the the distinction here is that it's always the same amount of time that you have right. light or darkness, regardless. Well, it's just the hour in which it occurs in. We well, call it yeah, five I get o'clock. That. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but what I, what I'm saying though, okay, so like for example, for example, saying saying uh, what what's the shortest day of the year? The January? December twenty like second. You realize is that, it right? January? In this situation, December twenty second. Example is now December twenty second. Okay, so <laughs> right. now now see usually um, what will happen is okay, so like uh, December twenty second, say it gets dark at four o'clock. Yeah. Well, because of Daylight savings. Yep. If it was to stay, mm-hmm. right, it would be dark at five o'clock. Yes, it yes. would still give us an extra hour of light, even at the shortest time. An extra hour is still an extra hour of light. But it's merely our perception of what it is. Why not just start your day an hour earlier? So are we trying to save light, or are we trying to make more time for well, ourselves? Because you literally cannot do see, that. The, the thing because is, because there's though, always the same amount of light, regardless no, I understand of what time that, you call it. But on the other side of the world, it would be four a.m. here. I understand that. Okay, so I know you're understanding. I'm just this now pro- leads to my next point of confusion. Mm-hmm. Okay, George Bush point of was a C average student. Yes, he was able to wrap his head around this to actually. <laughs> and you can't shit, right now. Like, my weeks God damn at a time. It. Like no, I, I'm rapping. I, Are I'm you just, rapping? I'm like is it full? Shocked. Is it? No, I'm I'm good with it. I, okay. I completely understand it. I'm I'm my confusion comes from the statements in that article. From Trump wanting to keep Angela. daylight savings times permanent to it being George hey, Bush who actually added more time on what was the change. In, well, right. In not, yeah. More time in the calendar months. Right. And, right. And, and then you go into like what actually are, are you know, the, the equinox. That's, that's what actually brings this right. about. So yes. for him to actually, for George Bush to actually be able to pinpoint <laughs> that too, shit is, I mean, is surprising. I mean, well, I doubt he did. I doubt he wrote the law. But his involvement in <laughs> his it, his involvement in it, this is this is a wonderful thing. Yeah. The wonderful thing about George W. Bush is he's certainly not a genius. Yeah. But he's also not a moron. Yeah. He can't speak for crap. Yeah. I'm gonna put food on my family. You know, whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy bumbled over his own words. Yeah. But mind you, him being a C student, that was at what, like Yale or yeah. Harvard or something. Yeah. In that sense, we would have flunked I guess out. That's of there. impressive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not impressive. <laughs> but it's on you know, level, go, no? go be an average student at a really good university, or yeah. he I, could I have been an excellent yeah. student at like Cleveland well, State. Plus, Probably not. That's plus, not even true either. I mean, you hear the way he you, talks. You gotta so. think about like where Everybody we grew up and how we. He grew up in a pretty small town and shit, and it's just the way W. Yeah, w? no matter where he grew he up, he was w? wealthy. Well, he was wealthy. I love how you say W. But w? W? Dubs? He was Someone wealthy, dubs? but you still pick up. It's so, so funny. You still pick up like habits of people that you surround yourself I love with. It. It and did he grow up in Connecticut? No, I think he grew up he in Texas. Texas. His yeah. family's from Connecticut. He's more of a farmer. No, his wife's family, I think, was. Is, is, yeah. Is, Check out the bushes, too. The bushes. Look at them bushes. Look yeah. into them bushes, right? <laughs> Look into them bushes over there. I, I love mean, those bushes. They're the so hedges. nice. A bird in the hands worth two in the bush. <laughs> <laughs>
He's from Vermont, not Connecticut. Bernie's Vermont. I mean, it's, oh, these man. are all wealthy people. I mean, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I mean, George W. Bush, Donald Trump, even Barack, they can all talk relatively like us regular people, but they're more educated than we are and they're wealthier than we are. Yeah. That's it at the end of the day. Well, I mean, he, I don't, I don't know, like. George, man. George. George. But don't forget that his father was the president of the United States of yeah. America, and his grandfather was a wealthy businessman. I no, I I, I do mean, get that. I I'm trying to say this, but I can't get my thoughts together. Like that's what happens when there's quick, four people like, in a row. Yeah, that's what okay, I'm saying. No, I, I, get, I get what you're saying though. I, well, let's just say that he had a little bit more dumb hillbilly than dumb some of the other hillbilly. than some of the other people. You down know what I mean? Down like down. those were the two words you were trying to form. Well, no, but, but I'm trying to fucking like say what I want to say, but it's hard when literally in the middle of my sentence, like somebody else jumps in. Say it. I I'm done now. That was that was enough. <laughs> that was enough. Okay. So anyway, daylight savings. Nobody answered the question. So what's your question? So the question is. Should we keep it um, like daylight savings all year, or should we switch to standard all year? Or does it even fucking matter? Stop saying that. You're still saying switch to standard. It's standard. Yeah, you don't the standard is the standard. beginning, and you like, switch to daylight savings. I'm saying switch to standard permanently instead of so going, keep it yeah. at standard permanently. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, motherfuckers. But that, but that yeah. matters. That really matters in this time, in this damn. situation. I have two Larrys today. <laughs> damn. God damn. Hey, Sheila. Maybe you just grew up in the same kind of neighborhood W grew up in. I don't I, know. Maybe, w. man. Maybe. W. Well, that, that, way, that way you don't confuse it with Herbert Walker, his father. I'm I'm better with keeping it standard the entire year. Oh. See, but that's where the sun sets at 4 o'clock. I'm fine with that. And quite frankly, it's just the abstracts. I'm a, I'm a night owl, so I don't really need the daylight anyway. I'm going to be up until 3 in the morning. Why can't we just adjust our lives? That's why so many places have 6 to 2 shifts or 7 to 3 I shifts. Know, I know people who wake up at 3, 4 in the morning and start their day. By by 9 o'clock, they are eating lunch. Like, it's no <laughs> joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I well, yeah, a lot of business people do that, yeah. What we've done... In this discussion about what time is and daylight standard time and, this, and the original and all these mm. other things is that we've gone and we've taken what is on our longest day of the year, what, 16 hours of daylight? Yeah. 17 hours of daylight. And then we know on the shortest day of the hey, year, David. it's what, nine hours of daylight? Something like that. So if you just have those perceptions of knowing what it is, you just adjust um, your schedule accordingly, and it doesn't matter what the clock tells I do you have, what time have, it is. We do have comments in here, though. Be smarter than the clock. Let's see. Where does it start? You could read through these, two. I think we should only be able to work during daylight hours. That's not a bad philosophy, even. And if you can set your life up like that, that's great. It's it's we base it all on the nine to five workday. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what most of your schedules are with the other gig, but you get stuck into certain particulars because of what the job dictates for you. Yeah. Well, I work primarily. I guess you would it's nine to five or whatever. But uh, never ends up like that. It's nope. usually like nine to six or seven or eight. Nine or, or whatever. whatever. I mean, that's because there's more daylight. Mm. On those days? No. Not in his profession, no. I don't think. No. Like when I was doing third shifts at a grocery store, and I was a manager there, and and it, it was wonderful because in the summertime, I could start work at nine o'clock at night. I'd get off at seven o'clock in the morning, and it was daylight when I was coming in and leaving. The sun was out. 
Sun. So I just worked in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> they were really cheap. They wouldn't even turn on the lights. We're just stacking stuff. <laughs> and so, um, but then wintertime, it was depressing because I get off work. It's dark. I try to take a nap during the day. It's like Robin Williams in that movie. No, Pacino in that movie with Robin Williams. And it's just sunlight all the time. And it's Alaska. That's the sunlight in my face. Was that Memento? No, not Memento. No, that's um, way off. Oh, I know which one you. Not one hour final photo. Final, insomnia. 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 Robin Williams. It's yes. in Alaska and okay. you can't sleep because there's a six weeks or whatever uh, it is. Let's see. And see, that's how it's different in another state. Yeah, I want to try to read the but comments. He was a cop. Because I think right? this conversation has really yes. just went for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, well, I started rambling. He keeps going off the rails. We don't have brilliant Chris here to just make his one liner that's just hilarious. Oh, we don't. And then Mark just trails on forever. Yeah, Larry and I just start rambling. Saying don't w. put me in that. I got quiet. I'm done. Saying W. I really started rambling. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm going to try to find where these start. Um, da, 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 da. Hey, what's up, David? Ryan said, we want interest on our day. We should get 36 hours back for our troubles. Makes sense. Um, Angela no, wants to know if you, Thomas, <laughs> no, deleted her from your Facebook. I don't think so. No. I literally just recently... Uh, I think I liked a post of hers or something. Um, and Ryan said something about DMT, and I'm like, what the fuck is DMT? Um, they like mountain, mountain time, time? Yeah. isn't that it? Yeah. I was like, what is that? There's like the two or three states, like I mentioned. Colorado, is it Arizona? Colorado, Nevada. No, yeah, um, not Nevada. Um, I was just wondering because. Those are the ones that don't change the clock. Utah. Utah. I swear one of them's Arizona. I know. I thought yeah, Wyoming Arizona, was Arizona one of them. is one of them. No, but they just friends. do Let's not change the clock. Angela said she well, needs more daylight. There, they all look more daylight. Yep. Uh, Rachel suggested getting the duct tape because we yeah. don't know. Angela we don't said, know how to, up, Mark. We don't know how to talk, you know, without. <laughs> we don't know how to talk and let other people talk, you know. Yeah, I don't give a shit. That's why so... I was hired in the first place. I think. <laughs> Come, come and sit on this Let's talk see. show and, and not talk. Rachel said duct tape, which, duct tape. which makes me kind of worried about her. Why? Because it's not duct tape, it's duct. Well, we yeah. do have With a, a company oh, out there. Is a now, you talking about me, I can't be technical? Are you serious? Yeah, and I'm glad you did that today. Oh my God, why are you yelling like Rachel? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> Rachel's say. the one who put it on there, right? She's why are you going to yell at her? Larry, first of all, I want to ask her to clarify. Secondly, I didn't say you couldn't be technical. Just sometimes you're over technical, is what I'm saying. Ryan over... said, "Not Larry." LOL. <laughs> no, he's and I know why he's saying that. I saw what is he said that. He's not saying it because no. Are not you Larry, sure? Not Are you sure? No, I. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's agreeing with us, regardless. <laughs> you're just no matter use, what you you're say, use it for your own purposes. Yeah, he's no. agreeing with us. Yeah, he's no. agreeing with him. That's hey, but that's your personality. We love you for it. It's fine. Yeah, uh, and and Mark's very angry. Most Mark of the time. is very yeah. Mark yeah. seems. I'm just trying to analyze just today. stuff. He's no. just like today. See, well, I, I just wanted to tell Chris it was a cool to make fun of my dad. I got to defend him on that point. I got to defend him on that point. I don't think Mark is an angry guy. He is a passionate human being, and we love him for it. Okay. <laughs> Analytical. Angela said Rachel is sensitive. Be easy. So don't uh, go yelling at her. She, oh, she is. I did. I did have a joke like the last month. She didn't like that one. Oh no. What what was the joke? Yeah, let's hear it again. See if yeah. we can make her more sensitive again. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna bring it up again. again. I mean, I'm very sensitive, but yeah. oh, we learned that also last week. Last week you it's learned. Yeah. Always a show I'm on. We're not going to talk about quiet. it. We're not talking about it, but yeah, at least nobody brought up your dead mom. Hey, you know what? Oh my god, nobody Mark. did. I can't. I can't. He say did not did. mean to do that. I know we didn't. Okay. Anyways, 
Uh, Good we're morning, gonna have Sheila. our interview. Uh, so we're gonna go on break. We're gonna get off this topic. <laughs> when we come Full back, we're gonna have uh, Michael Copenhaver. So Copenhaver. Uh, keep, it, keep it locked right here on the Epic Radio Show.
sounds like we're underwater. Is that just me? I'm afraid to talk because I think Evan's going to yell at me again. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back. Okay. All right, welcome back, everyone, uh, to the Epic Radio Show. I have uh, Michael Copenhaver on the phone. Everyone give him what's a big happening, welcome. Epic? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? It sounds like you're driving. They're drowning. Yeah, another day in paradise. Yeah? Living that Amish life. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you're a comedian. Uh, where are you from originally? Champion, Ohio. Yeah, which is where? Small town, northeast Ohio. Uh, if you've ever heard of Youngstown, it's probably 25 miles north of Youngstown. Gotcha. Like, just north of Warren. And uh, how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, six months, two weeks. <laughs> really? Only only that short amount of time? Yes. Um, what, what made you decide to get into stand-up originally? That's something I wanted to do for a really long time. Um, mm. I wrote for about a year and a half, maybe a little longer than that, before I actually backed up to the stage. Um, this one, I had to try. I knew if I didn't, it would be that thing that I'd always regret. The thing I was worried about first off was that I was going to get addicted either because I did so good, I'd never want to stop, or I do so bad, I wouldn't be able to live with myself ever trying again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds about right, man. Um, that's kind of like what I did. Kill with, that with night, this. but I did a lot better in the first time, or usually what I would think. But I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong too. <laughs> you said you you said you uh, killed that night. You killed the first. I night? did not kill. I don't oh, think. No, no, gotcha. no. I would not say <laughs> that I killed, but I did get my laughs here and there. I don't know. It was just enough to keep me coming back. and worked on my material a lot. Like, if you watch my YouTube stuff from my website, it's uh, my first seven times on stage ever. Yeah, I know. So I you saw can kind that. of see that and early progression. Yes, and there was a big difference between the first one and the last one. So if you guys wanted to check that out on YouTube, uh, just look up Michael Copenhaver, comedian, and uh, you can see literally his first seven times. And, like, the progression from the first time to the seven. Uh, and that was within how many months, you think? Uh, it was like, I don't know. Because it, it's only two been and six, half, About right? two, two and a half months. Yeah, that yeah. was about my first two, two and a half months. Yeah, but... Those yeah. are all at the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls for the uh, amateur community contest to do their own Wednesday night. Yeah, nice. which you end up losing, right? Every time. But I have made the final stage once, thanks yes. to Pete. He said, hey, make sure you put him up there. Oh. He says... He comes from a long way. He brings people that make sure he gets up there. Michael deserves it. So thanks for that, Pete. I love you, buddy. Um, also, I wanted to bring it up because, like, what do you think? Like, so you, you, you lost your first competition, but you still want to do it. Like, do you think yeah. at any point? Well, I was dumb enough that I thought going into it, I was going to walk out of there a champion. <laughs> That's how stupid and how arrogant that I am. <laughs> I thought I was going in there, blowing everyone's doors off. Then I saw some of these cats before I went up, and I was like, holy crap. These guys are, like, for real comedians. Yeah. And I had a set and everything, but it's, you know, that was a fledgling attempt. All those jokes and those first seven videos and everything, they've all evolved. They're totally different now. So, I mean, I don't care if people watch them. Yeah. It's, still, it's still worth coming to see a show because they're not the same jokes anyway. They've really made a move. I do a lot of writing. I have some friends. Do you think out with some of that stuff. Um, that's something that happens quite a bit in stand-up where uh, people go ahead, go ahead of you and you like their material and you just kind of start kind of questioning yours? Like, wow, like they killed. Like, maybe I should 
go a different direction or something? In the very beginning, I never thought about going a different direction, but I thought, man, I'm way out of my league. I'm never going to win this thing ever. But it just, it comes with experience. You get up there, the more times you can get up in front of audiences, the better off you are. If you're actually trying to stand up for the first time. So I mean, like I said, I'm only six months in just a little Mm -hmm. over, but I mean, I've got 30 good tested minutes that I've used. Ooh, 30. Nice, nice. Right, and I talk to some people. It's like, yeah, I've been doing this for five years. So how many minutes you got? They're like, well, ten. Yeah, and I don't I mean, get it. it. Yeah. I don't. I don't write prolifically, but the bonus I've got is I'm 45, right? So I'm older. I have a lot of life experience, and that's what I do. I get up on stage. I tell mostly true stories. Yeah. Wow. Uh, speaking of that, um, so you're actually working right now, and this is kind of like correct, your job. correct. I'm on the job. Yes, and you you have a very. Uh, I guess not, I wouldn't say strange job, but it, it is out of. The oh, it's strange. Yes. You would be correct in saying strange. <laughs> I drive the Amish. If you're not familiar with Amish, just look up breaking Amish on YouTube. It's really funny. Yes. Um, it's not like that though. I mean, that's a total put on show. I hope people don't actually think that's the way it is. <laughs> I mean, some aspects, sure, oh, but a lot of it, oh, no, it's, it's total reality bullshit. TV, In fact, definitely, uh, I have a it. six degrees of separation to breaking homage. I yeah. know relatives of half the contestants that were on that show. Okay. So um, I'm just, you know, a couple so steps removed. I guess, I guess, uh, just since you seem to be kind of like an Amish, um, Experts. Oh, I was gonna say citizen. I thought you were gonna say. What were you gonna say? I thought you were gonna. Say I've been citizen. in the community for almost thirteen years. Yeah. So there's so, a question, Amish. I can probably get it for yeah. you. Yeah. So, like, what do you think the general misconception is with the Amish? He hasn't converted. Well, I can tell you the two most often asked questions I get yes. about Amish. Okay. That'll help. Yes. Number one: You ever get any of that good Amish weed? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> the best weed in the car when I'm driving Amish is my weed. <laughs> the good Amish weed does not exist, people. It doesn't. It's not real. It's a myth. They're like, oh man, they all got those. They all got those. Uh, uh, what do you call it? those greenhouses out in front of their house? They all got those greenhouses. You know they're growing it. You know they're growing it. No man, they're growing strawberries. They're growing tomatoes. They're for real. There's there's yeah, no Amish mafia pipelining marijuana to the Midwest. That's just not happening. Yeah. Uh, or if it is, I've never come across it in almost thirteen years. I've never and I've got a pretty good nose for that type of thing. And I think if it was you know that prevalent, I'd smell it driving around. Yeah. It doesn't exist, people. I've never heard of the correlation between Amish and weed, actually. I've never heard it. Must of be on an Amish market. Just heroin. <laughs> no, they right, don't. right. Just heroin. Right. No, heroin, that's correct, but not weed. I've actually heard meth, but <laughs> not, not weed. Meth? Yeah, oh, just countryside How? stuff. The kids that leave country, the Amish. Yeah, country bumpkin stuff. And that's another oh misconception. Uh, th- yeah, I've never seen an Amish meth lab, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm not well, saying amazing. I just don't it. see them out there with Bunsen burners, no, bro. That's not really Amish, up to date. You know, there's this misconception that there's a certain period in their life where they get to leave and experience the world. Yes, like, Rum Springer. They, they don't necessarily leave, yeah. but they're allowed to sample the English culture. They, they call us the English or Yankees. Yes, <laughs> but most and uh, they and come out. They met. sample our culture. Like sometimes it's pretty funny. You know, you take a van load of these girls to the bowling alley, and they will transform when they get off the bus. They'll go inside, put on a bunch of Yankee clothes, hang out for the night, huh. Amish back up, and then jump back on the van with me and go home. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That like a good time. I know, right? What the hell? 
Which the I wonder what kind well, of you know, they're just trying to use. see what they want to do. There's one thing it confirmed, like they lose a lot of stuff. They can't do a lot of things. So you know, I, I, I've always... Go homage, homage. I've often wondered, though, um, if they take care of their bush, like they take care of their actual fields. Um, well, that leads means... me to my second most common question. <laughs> Have you ever got an Amish, one of those cute little Amish girls? And hell no, I haven't. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, that is going to be a bush to be reckoned with. I've seen their legs, man, hairier than mine. Jeez. They oh, run around geez. with no shoes on constantly. they like little hobbits. Like little hobbits. <laughs> oh, my God. Like fawns. Weird, I'm getting turned on. <laughs> a little bit. It might be a little bit weird. That's funny. Mark's getting turned on over here. Oh, yeah. It. Well, I'm glad Jeez. I was able to bring him down. Yeah, he was getting a little fired up in that daylight saving time conversation. See, yeah. They stole the hour, goddammit! Well, I mean, you know, contextually, it's still always the same amount We're of time. We're not gonna get back into oh, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't mean to bring that back up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so you know, purpose. Sorry, at least you, you, you tell a lot of um, stories from you know your experience uh, driving the Amish. Also, you talk about a little bit of uh, your divorce and your um, your, your sets. Um, why why do you think that's important for you to? Oh, is that like your way of? Uh, it's like free therapy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you know, you go to a therapist, you pay him a whole lot of money mm -hmm. just to get his reaction of either you're a lunatic or you're not. <laughs> I figure I can go and unload that stuff on a bunch of audiences for free. And then, you know, they're either laughing and I'm all right, or they look at me with shocked, horrified faces, and I know maybe <laughs> it's time to maybe seek that professional help. Um, and you, so it's like a free litmus test for me. And you do a lot of internet dating, is that correct? I uh, used to, yeah, we're off dating now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're done trying. Comedy is my mistress. Gotcha. Uh, you, you talk about a little bit of, about that. So uh, I guess... Tell me, tell me a funny story about internet dating. All right, internet dating in a nutshell. Yes. Um, I'll use Tinder as an example. The first thing about Tinder was, right, my son, he's recently turned 18, mm -hmm. so I had to have the awkward conversation with him, you know, the conversation I'm talking about. Hey, what is Tinder and how do you use it? So for the next two hours, I spent the weirdest time of my life getting, you know, the finer points of dick pics from my 18-year-old <laughs> oh kid. Yeah, it was terrible. So I finally get through, and he gets me this thing set up. It's on Tinder. And in two days, I learned one valuable lesson about Tinder. This lady, she's 54 years old. I'm 45. She sends me a message. She says, you're way too old for Tinder. Nobody wants to see that. What? Oh, my God. Fuck that bitch. Right. Yeah. Now, like I said, I'm 45. She's 54. Nine years my senior. And I learned a hard lesson that, you know, Tinder is for any chick, but just young dick. That bitch, who oh, she had her filter up that high. She, there's a range you can search for. Yeah. That's her fault. So I you decided to jump her... right off of there. Oh, you should have sent her back. But I have had a little bit of success, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, in the end, I mean, yeah. you, you end up single. That's it how is. all relationships end. You know, they end one of two ways. You either get married or you either break up or you get married and then have a much more expensive breakup. Yeah. Um, is that how you met your stalker on Tinder? No, no, I never had any success on Tinder. I, I like I said, I was way too old for Tinder. Gotcha. So they pretty much, it drove me off in two days. Um, no, that was a uh, Facebook type Facebook. thing. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you mentioned a little bit this morning before the show. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't going to bring that to light unless it was brought up. But yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, might as well. Hey, free therapy, right? Yeah, right. That's how you feel. <laughs> hey, you, you said you mentioned it, so I'm space. going to. Um, so I said there's no no holds barred. That's right. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah, let's let's get into the juicy details. Yeah, Liz, what the fuck are y'all yeah. talking about? All right. <laughs> Here is what happened. I met okay. a girl online. Yes. Apparently, she had knew, known me from shows. She'd seen me a few times. Okay. Uh, so kind of a groupie. I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't have used that word, but sure. Uh, she's messaged me and says, uh, you know, I think you're funny, whatever. She had a crush on me on the Facebook dating app. Mm. And, uh, there's a Facebook. She met me at one of my shows. Yes. And I'm not on that list anymore. Like I said, comedy for real. Comedy is my mistress. I'm I'm done dating. I'm sorry. Since you're married, Epic, you shouldn't know about the Facebook dating app. Well, I understand that, but I just never heard of it. You can still be informed. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's, interesting. Larry knowing about Tinder. I mean, how would he know that? He's been like together for like ever. So anyways. Yes. We have a, I guess we would call it a whirlwind seven days. Uh, everything's going pretty smooth. Um, I was supposed to pick her up at the airport, and I freaking fell asleep waiting to pick her up. And I was 40, min- well, 40 minutes late to leave, so it took me about 90 minutes almost extra. Uh-huh. And I really felt bad. I know, bad, bad form, bad form. What happened was I've had my shit plugged into my auxiliary cord on my t- uh, car, shut the car off, never thought the fact that after so many minutes, yeah. the car doesn't make sound anymore. Nope. <laughs> so I slept through my alarm, slept through all my phone calls. They were all coming through the cord, which wasn't connected to any actual sound. So it was an honest mistake. It is what it is. Well, she was very, very livid about it. And I get it. You know, be upset. That makes sense. But she was asking the weirdest questions. Like, well, you said you were 37 minutes out. It was closer to 40. Where'd those extra minutes go? I mean, real okay. weird stuff. So I thought okay. about all that over over the next day. And I said, look, I just, I think that maybe there's a little extra anger in you. And I mean, I was really sensing, I was really sensing this, you might potentially get stabbed by this person anger. And I said, look, I don't hate you, but I don't want to date you. And I was exactly the way I put it to her. It was real polite. It was real direct. Straightforward. And now, now fast forward to, I don't know, four days later, fifth or sixth phone number she's calling me from. So I keep blocking them. (laughs) A <laughs> hundred or more angry voicemails. Oh, oh no! I, well, what's the end game? I don't know. To show me you're not an angry person and I made a mistake. I, I don't understand. Any, <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, she apparently developed a lot stronger feelings than I did in one week, and I just I saw something I didn't like, and I, I was done with it, and it was time to move on. You know, cut your losses early before yeah. real feelings develop, and you know, you move on. How old was yeah, she? And thirty nine, I think, thirty seven, thirty eight. Yeah. You think she's Late kinda, 30. In that in that range. Gotcha. You think she kind of learned by now. Late right? I mean, good, 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 kudos to you. I mean, the, the yeah. idea is I think you only learn that kind of stuff with age. And I mean, there's no offense, not calling you old or anything, but like you know, and 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 your oh, 20s, I'm old. I don't think I'm you can make Bush. that decision. Like you, you would you would keep on excusing that behavior when you saw it the first time, and you would have you would have stuck stuck in. Well, that's just it. You see a red flag, you say, yeah. you know what, yeah. I'm just gonna right. be an adult away. here, and instead of stringing her along. And, yeah, she sounds a lot That's like just an not the right way to be. So Rachel asked, "Do you drive a car, a buggy with a horse?" Oh, oh goodness, Rachel! Ra- Rachel! I've, I've uh, never given the anyone horse. the horse buggy ride. No. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I use two different vehicles. I have a big whole, old twelve pack. They have their own. Car. Why would they ask him to do that? What, like some <laughs> sort of horse chauffeur? Like I don't. Yeah, there's some horse comments. Chauffeur. Antonio's is funny. Whatever. It's Uber, but 
something funny. Uber horse. <laughs> Dumbest question Uber of the day horse. goes to our lovely Rachel. <laughs> Chris said maybe um, farmers all And then also, uh, Rachel? what's that? You can't hear me? No. Oh. oh no, I'm just making it. Well, Chris Kettler said maybe Farmers Only would be a better choice for Michael. Yeah. No, no, no. Comedy <laughs> is my mistress. That's the only woman for me. <laughs> for real. real, I'm done dating. Yeah. Why don't you, Sorry, you fellas. Think, oh, this comedy. meat's off the market. Why don't, <laughs> that's funny. Why don't you think comedy's um gender neutral? Why is it a mistress? Well, I just uh, kind of <laughs> alluded that maybe it is. Oh, okay. maybe it is. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Comedy is not just for the fellas, not just for the ladies. I mean, comedy's for anybody really with is. a sense of humor. Absolutely. Um, Don't bring your baggage to the show. That's all I'm saying. Just come out to have a good time. Be ready to laugh. Hopefully, the people that are in front of you have good material. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if people wanted to find you, um, and and know more information. Uh, how would they do that? AmishCountry.com. <laughs> I know it's a mouthful, but it that's is. what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what um, she said. You can find all my upcoming shows there. There's said. a fan club you can join. And if you do, <laughs> this month, I'm starting my very first giveaway, kids. Yay! We're going to be giving away a T-shirt. Still under design. Still under design. Once the design comes out, I will be uh, showing that. It's going to be based on one of my jokes. Cool. Um, also... You can find him on Facebook. Are you on the Twitter? Yep. I am not on the Twitter yet. No. Uh, I have an Instagram. Instagram. I think it's Obsian2010. <laughs> O-B-S-I-A-N. Oscar okay. Bravo Sierra Indigo Alpha Nancy 2010. <laughs> I think that's it. I, I could be wrong. Or just go with my name. Yeah, there you go. Right, the name might be- You'll hey, find you, it in there somewhere. Do you somewhere. think it's, um, it's better for the, the comedy scene uh, if you're getting into it? Like Twitter or Instagram? What what do you think you're finding more success? Well, obviously you, you're not. Well, my Twitter, kids being think? their age, I have a 19 year old and 18 year old. They tell me Twitter's where it's at. I got to get my ass on Twitter. Interesting. I haven't yet, yeah, but yeah. that's what they say. They're like, yeah, yeah, Twitter's the one. Twitter's the one. Yeah, we haven't really had much luck with Twitter. We pretty much every other social media we're okay, but Twitter is kind of hard. Uh, what I've noticed though, and this is just from my personal experience, is um, they gain more followers. Actually commenting a lot on other people's tweets, tweets, and, and retweeting. Well, like for me on a game on, on my gaming side, yeah, you know, Twitter is great, but you know, for comedy, I'm thinking like I I want to stick in Instagram, Instagram or like um even um. Just yeah, just because I can put like quick videos yes. up, or I can um. I think I, well, I have an Instagram, but it's basically it. other comedians. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much it. All the yeah, other comedians it. I know. I'm pretty sure they're not coming out to see the same shit they've seen already for the last six months. Well, I'm going to find you on Instagram. It's the Larry Brass. Check me out. We'll we'll talk. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah, Larry wants to uh, try to get into the stand up world. I'm shooting. It's uh, it's an interesting world. It is a broken people parade. Have a good time with that. I'll be thirty-seven. Be prepared to talk about yourself. Yeah, thirty-seven. I'll be thirty-seven in December, and my goal yep. is. I'm kind of thinking almost like what you what you you stated. You know, if I don't do it now, then I'm never gonna do it, and I might as well just get it out of the way. If I fail, then I fail. But at least I did it. So I'm doing it for. Well, a that's it. I mean, and don't consider anything a fail. Honestly, there's no such thing as a good or a bad room. It's either you're on it or you're not. Sometimes the audience just is not engaged. Sometimes you're just not lucky. I mean, yeah. I said there's no such thing as a bad audience. But Antonio really said <laughs> dating me always seems like a job interview. 
Yeah. It is almost like every time you go up in front of a crowd, it's like a first date. You get those first couple of minutes, and if you don't have them, well, you lost them. They don't want to date idea. you anymore. Yeah, You're sure. definitely not getting lucky that night. Yeah. I, I have a question for you, sure. Mike. Um, yeah. So about how many minutes do you normally do? You say you've been up there about how many times? I watched a couple of your videos. I saw it about five, six minutes. Is that more the normal of what they ask for is about five minutes? Well, the minutes? most I've ever done at one spot was uh, about 45 minutes. Nice. nice. But I'm going to tell you right now, at least 10 of that was throwaway. That's how I found out I definitely got 30 good minutes. Okay, yeah, understandable. Keeping yeah. them engaged for a good long while, but there were some spots in the middle of us trying new stuff. I had all the time in the world. Gotcha. And uh, that was a lot of fun. I was, I was thinking I was up there for about twenty. So when I saw the video, I was like, "What? Look at that timestamp! Wow! <laughs> I couldn't believe it." That's awesome. I wasn't really doing a lot of crowd work. Okay. And that night, I got to admit, I did walk a couple people. I think, and I felt great about it. Cool. Yeah, I was heckling a fellow with his uh, new fiance, telling him, "You're not married yet, bro. It's not too late, man. You can end it now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wasn't happy. Yeah. I'm just speaking from experience, like we said. <laughs> That's funny. Breakup or marriage in a much more expensive breakup, folks. Yes. Be realistic. But I wish you the best, Epic. I hear yes. you're married. I I'm am. sure it's going to yes. last forever. Forever. Yeah. I am, yeah. Forever. Do you yeah, see her absolutely. eyes? Do you see the look in her yeah. eyes? <laughs> yeah. Because she's thinking till death do us part, motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. Doesn't matter yep. who is to say. I'm you definitely going go to die before her, so... Yeah, I'm like that's yeah, what she's part. looking for. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Well, there's an eight year uh, difference, so yeah. Unless she gets like some random disease, I don't know. Anyways, oh um, wow, you got, you got it, you got it recorded, right? We just <laughs> learned a little something about uh, Epic, huh? Right. I don't, I don't know disease. what you're talking about. Anyways, so um, thank you so much for being on the show, my. <laughs> She was sick. Absolutely. It was my honor to be here, man. Thank you very much. Check out michaelcopenhaver.com. Yes. Um, if you're a booking agent, book me, baby. I'm ready yes. to fucking do your do room. Do you have man. any shows coming up? Uh, I've got a bunch. They're all on the website. I should have wrote some down on my hand yeah, or something right. so I could talk to you, well, but I'm I mean, on the road, if man. You, if you guys are interested in seeing where he's going to be next, uh, check him out on uh, michaelcopenhavercomedy.com. All right. Yeah, a lot of spots in Warren, Youngstown, Akron, Cleveland. Awesome. All right, so we're going to go on break, guys. And then um, when we get back, we're going to have Larry Player One. Uh, so keep it locked right here on the Epic Radio Show. Epic Radio. Thanks again, Radio Show, Epic Radio Show. Thank you. No problem. Thanks. There's only one judge in Cleveland that deals with housing and property issues in our neighborhood. And I can tell you, Ron O'Leary has gone that extra mile in making our community a better place to live in. Hi, I'm Anita Gardner, a longtime activist in the Mount Pleasant neighborhood. And I strongly encourage you to reelect Judge Ron O'Leary on Cleveland Housing Court. Judge Ron O'Leary has proven to be the judge who listens to the community. And not only does he listen, Judge Ron O'Leary found time to join me and others on a riding tour because 
because he wanted to know what we needed from the court. Judge Ron O'Leary has the passion, experience, and endorsements of many community leaders, along with organized labor and the Plain Dealer, which says Judge O'Leary is caring, creative, and committed to housing justice. Judge Ron O'Leary, without a doubt, has proven to be a fair and concerned judge, and that's what we want in the housing court. I'm Judge Ron O'Leary, and I respectfully ask for your vote to continue working as your Cleveland Housing Court judge. Paid for by the Committee to Re-Elect Judge Ron O'Leary.
guys. 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 Uh, make it's sure like you w. follow us on the social medias. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, I'm Instagram. Instagram. Uh, you can actually check out the show live right now on the EpicRadioShow.com. Dot com. Uh, we have a new shirt. Shirt. Um, and it says "Make Life Epic." He stressed me the yes. fuck out with this shirt. Is a picture How of the shirt? I... Where's the shirt? Because you're like, what about this? What about this? What about? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't... Um, I don't have a picture of it, but you can find it on, on our um. Uh, check the website. Yes. Look at it. Yes. Go look at it. We don't have it's a picture nice. of it. It's a nice. Shirt. I do somewhere. I just don't have it up right now. Um, Go look at it. Also, I don't know if we can do a cross cross promotion with our shirts too. From we could do that, yeah. Yeah, we should work on that. We got a we got a cool shirt out. Um, a lot of gamers, especially in the FGC, the fighting game community, yeah. they always um they rank cereals or candies or chips and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like the biggest thing is um which the best, which your favorite cereal? Like what's your favorite cereal, Mark? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! He's yeah. usually like pretty quick yeah, with stuff. Like he geez. knows yeah. he, 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 he knows yeah. himself, but he doesn't know what. It, what's your favorite cereal? Epic? Um, Reese's the Reese's cereal. Reese Puffs. Yes. What? Okay, so what? like the the shirt would say, "I'm top tier like Reese Puffs." Okay. Uh, so like we are we have some on our site already. There, um, I'm top tier. Um, like Captain Crunch and I'm um, top tier. No, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and well, we have Crunch and we have Lucky Charms on there too. I love Cinnamon Toast Mark Crunch. Mark is still thinking. <laughs> this is... <laughs> maybe he doesn't eat a lot of cereal. Lucky or Charms. Maybe he really likes cereal. We don't. I've had, I asked oh, somebody no, once. Bless me, Lucky Charms. What's your favorite cereal? And they came back with Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats. Strawberries and cream. And that went on. We had to go on a whole nother tangent. That's like is is oatmeal, oatmeal cereal. cereal? Well, if you look at the packaging, it says cereal. It yeah, does. Really? It is. Ryan, like, it's a it's a form. <laughs> Ryan wants to know: Will you guys do a TikTok? Oh man, we're not fifteen year old children. <laughs> I try to do so, TikToks. Yeah. I record them with my daughter, but she doesn't post them because she's she doesn't embarrassed she just doesn't of you. Post. Yeah. No, no, no. She she shares them with her friends. She doesn't gotcha. post them online because she doesn't want the. I got she doesn't want to get into. I got all into that. TikTok for all of a month. Turned out it's a bunch of children on there. Yeah, yeah it is. it's pretty cool. Oh, it's neat, but it's not for us. Yeah. I th- I'm I th- a 35 year old white man. The last thing I need is a bunch of TikTok. I'm well, if you had a 16 year old daughter with you during because the video, it looked really for cool. You, you <laughs> have a child. Yeah, I'm a single. Not- 35 year old dude i can't take walks in the park i've got friends that are like like <laughs> yes, 30 that can. i can't talk. have a tiktok I just don't have a creepy success. van I've that's got all you gotta do i can't own a van yeah you can't, you can't own, own a, van. a big van nope with black windows i would nope. not be able to drive the amish around but you can own a sports car you can own a buggy and a horse that would make an awesome tiktok video at least to start off with you might have to trade you're it. combining <laughs> a lot of elements here <laughs> I'm just saying that yeah. as a 35 year old single white dude, there's a lot of stuff I can't do. I have Having seen some TikTok very, is one of them. I've seen some very creative to, TikTok videos, and I think that we can put one together. I had to piss yeah. so bad during Halloween, like I was half tempted this to is like. Unrelated. Just I, it is, it is okay. related because Get like there. all these fucking kids were around. I'm like, man, I can't just pee on a tree or something like i'm gonna get arrested were you walking around the streets of your neighborhood well yeah. were you gonna make you a can't tiktok do that video anyway <laughs> were you gonna do each other around or not you gonna make a tiktok bushes. video of you pissing on a tree that would be hilarious no but no 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 do it with the music from uh <laughs> it's a wonderful life going on in the background or and like spinning, lines from spinning it. around I a tree holding a dick for you <laughs> i lasso the moon for you <laughs> Uh, Murray, Murray, love to last with the moon for you. Oh, oh man, that's funny. 
Uh, All right, Larry. It's not a callback to anything, though. So yeah. uh, hopefully, it just stands alone as being funny by itself. <laughs> so where do you want me? Just um, we're kind of talking technical real quick. I'm uh, real before quick. we do your uh, real quack. What are you? What are you doing? Pee real quick. I gotta go. He's gotta go. He's gotta go find a tree outside. I guess he's so. gotta go run Jesus. outside real quick. I like how he just disappears. Into Damn, the you have to walk into the night. So loud. And just stomps on um, my stairs. Yeah, no. Um, so Larry. The two things that you send an email. Do you want that part of your um your your yeah, segment? Sure. You can throw that at the end or do you want it like as an ad? Or does it matter? It doesn't matter. Okay, I'll probably do it as Just an ad. Just surprise me and then gotcha. yeah. Okay. I don't ever want to make things a big deal. <laughs> Even yeah. though I am a big deal. No, I'm just playing. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, um it's so green. What 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 do you mean? I'm just not noticing. Never mind. Never okay. Mind. Okay. Anyways, uh it's time for Larry Player One. Hit that's my hot intro. It. That's not it. All right. I'm going to make a special request that controller needs to change to a PlayStation controller because that's what I'm really on Unfortunately, right now. I couldn't I'm do saying, it, though. I'm just saying, you know, find me on PlayStation. McCringleberry. What? It sounds like yes. McCringleberry, but it's beer because I always have a beer on I think, yeah, I think, I think the berry thing... Uh, it makes me think of Dingleberry. No, so it's actually a callback to you know um, Key and Peele. Um, yes, the, the, the show. So they did this um, segment where they were talking about the weird names that sports athletes have. Yeah, and one of the players is Hi, I'm Dingle McCringleberry. You know, that's and, very strange. And I thought that that was the fun of all of them. You got to <laughs> watch it. Find it on YouTube, Key and Peele. Look for um, hilarious um, college athlete names. Um, but that was the one that stood. There was so much of them, but that yeah. was the one that always stood out to me. And then they always brought him back. So like they did follow up segments with Larry McCringleberry doing an interview. Not Larry. Um, well, that's why I call McCringleberry. Yeah. Larry McCring so. But Dingle McCreary, McCringleberry would do little post game interviews, and they're they're awesome. He's all excited about this. Yes. Exciting time right now. Um, hey, are you also excited about uh, Sony's announcement? Um, so Sony's announcement was a little uh, a, a few months ago about yes. the, the, some confirmed de details about the PlayStation Five, but well, no, it, not about that. Uh, not oh, first. He's like, oh. just just Sony's first announcement. Okay. Yes. Um, well, it was, a, it was an announcement, so we'll go back to a little bit of what was happening. Um, there was a earnings call, and they were able to um, talk about some of their financial statements. The article that we're talking about is. The good news for Sony in the PlayStation 4 is now becoming the second best-selling home console of all time. Um, and that's and, big for them. And it's it's big for them and in, in almost expected of them because actually right now the um, highest-selling um, console of all time is the PlayStation 2. And now it has surpassed the original PlayStation. So the top three home consoles of all time mm -hmm. are playstations yes um but in no particular order either you know so yeah, those know. two That's four strange. and then original yeah um so now and and then keep this in mind too um this all comes from financial statements that were released from sony at the end of september yeah um that are you know a lot of analysts are getting their hands on so really this was this was a piece of piece of that financial statement that was kind of buried in the news um, the biggest thing that came out of that, though, was knowing that the PlayStation 4 sales have slipped over the last quarter, um, uh, over this previous time last year. 
So what they are noticing is that sales have lowered, um, but they were able to claim we are now the second best selling console of all time. So that was just well, a, kind of buried the lead. But again, they, they're noticing slippage, but it's, it's to be expected because it leads us into what our next expectation is, and that is the PlayStation 5. Yes, and, and th that's what I was going to say. Um, it's kind of expected that they are slipping because they're coming to the end of the cycle. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, people they already know the PS5 is coming out. People, I think, are saving their money for that. So with that being said. And the problem is, you know, we have these Xbox, um, the new Xbox coming out. We have the new PlayStation coming out. They've mm -hmm. already released on both sides um, what some of the plans are to include into these consoles. However, I, I'm in the world of a lot of other gamers where I don't believe that this current generation is over or should be cycled through. Um, and there are a lot of things pointing to why that shouldn't be, and we'll kind of get into that actually in, well, in the next story too. I mean, the PS3, I mean, it's still going strong. PS3? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. You're going that it, far back? Yeah, no. it is. PS3? Yeah. No, people are playing more PS2 games than PS3 games now. You don't think? You don't think? I mean... Um, with, well, with, with PlayStation now and the ability to stream those PlayStation games through their service, yeah. along with the, the added point of a lot of people aren't happy with digital downloads or di di constant updates and DLCs, yeah. a lot of the servers for games of PlayStation 3 variety have been either um, um, shut down or the game has advanced so much in that series that they're already playing on PlayStation 4. So you find a lot of gamers, if they're going back into the catalog of PlayStation, it's the PlayStation 2 that they're going after. Um, yeah, a lot of those PlayStation 3 games have new iterations now. Um, so there, there's no reason to be playing those. You might find like PlayStation 3 players who are still playing games like 1941 or maybe even like a little Big Planet. But again, those iterations are there inside of a Battlefield or even a little Big Planet 3 on PlayStation 4. So, yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying with PlayStation Now and everything, but there's still quite a few people that still have PS3s that have not made the switch over to PS4. Oh, you have to find those for me. I, <laughs> it took I me a long that. time. Be surprised. But once yeah. I hit PS4, I didn't go back. Well, yeah. I mean, you're so you're saying still, and I get that it did take a lot of pe uh, people and a this lot was of time. About four years ago yeah, this was like even. four years yeah. ago, you know. But like now, no, you're not gonna find. Like if you don't have a PlayStation Four now, you're never gonna get one. And you're not Might even looking at a five. five. Yeah, really? you know, no, you're not, you're not wow. even looking at a five because you're you're likely if you if you're still sitting there with a the PlayStation Three. You're looking at consoles right now like a, a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. You know, that's what you're looking to get into um, because gaming doesn't matter that much to you. You want to do it on the fly. You want to do it easy and you want to get into your game faster. The yeah. Switch is going to be ideal for you. If you try to step into a PlayStation 4 now, that world to you is that that is that is a whole different world from a three to a four, especially this late in the state or late in the game. No pun intended. Um, and then you look at a PlayStation 5 and <laughs> what it's going to take away from the what, mm -hmm. what you have in a 4 now. Like a PlayStation 5, they're, they're saying all day it's going to have a disk drive, right? Do you, yeah. do you believe that? I think so. No. I, I they're think telling so. you that now so you keep your interest. Yeah, in I think 20, so, though. When it, th this is planned for release in holiday of 2020. So mm -hmm. you think that there's, there's going to be a physical device that you put into your home entering 2021 that runs with a disk? There's I, no, there's I think no so. way that's for sales. It's going to be I, I think, enough. I think for sales right now, PlayStation is already known for doing it. It's just like what you're, what you're mentioning now. And when the PlayStation 4 came out, people still had So you PS3s. think it's going to be digital only? I think it's going to be digital only. They're going to wait until at least E3 next year, maybe even 
um september to announce how they're going to be removing that drive from it mm -hmm. i don't think they'll have iterations out of the playstation so, 5 they would deprecate the ps4 and go with the ps4 pro as their digital or as their disc gotcha. system that's now, a good way of going with it too yes um so do you think with them removing that drive do you think they're going to add more storage in Yes. So Xbox has already started the game and releasing digital only consoles. So you can get an Xbox One S digital edition. It literally has no drive face. You can't, but it's, it's oddly enough still the same size as one with a drive. But we'll start to find that um, this place, this Xbox Two, will likely have a digital or a, a digital edition as well. But it will likely lose the, the, the model shape, the what's called the footprint. Gotcha. It will probably lose that footprint of looking like it has a drive and become more of that set-top box that you would expect to see wonder, out of, say, of Apple TV I wonder or what they're doing with the extra space. So that's what I'm saying. They're losing, <laughs> like, right now, they they that space is doing nothing inside yeah. of a digital edition Xbox One S. Um, they do that in order to keep manufacturing costs down. That's they don't want to make a new mold. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, if you yep. just remove the drive, they can just put a block in there. Yeah. But, you know, when they're talking about a new iteration, you can build this mold and, and have a true, you know, what I would think is a more attractive system. If you're not going to have digital and I, or not going to have disc, and I don't think there's a reason to have disc, really. I just bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare um, on PS4, and the thing about it is not like, I thought PS4 was a little more advanced in than Xbox was, and that if I put a disc in, it was just going to copy that disc and, yeah. and allow me to play it like pretty fast, a, a little bit faster. That's not happening nowadays. Um, we we're we're about six months to where we're not seeing that anymore with games like Borderlands Three, um, uh, again Call of Duty, NBA 2K follows suit this year as well. When you put it in the PlayStation now, it's doing a massive download. And yeah. a huge install, and it's almost to the likes of what Xbox has been doing for the past five years. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I still haven't played Call of Duty because I was still installing it. You know, <laughs> um, if you're gonna have to go through that, then there's no point <coughs> to give me a disc. Just, just, just tell me to get the game. Like I stick with the sports titles. Yeah, a three-hour wait for the latest ML, uh, MLB that I bought. Yeah, it's, it's just loading. So like, and and, and PlayStation makes good moves <coughs> in in digital. Like, uh, if you're not aware, MLB the Show is free right now for yeah. PlayStation Plus subscribers. So, so the Last want, of Us. Yeah. So if you want that, it's my you know, favorite that game great, title. great sports sports experience in baseball, uh, you can get that free. But obviously, PlayStation Plus games are going to be digital. So you're going to be sitting there downloading. What yeah. I didn't think was large mlb the show is a 95 gigabyte yes, game it it's is ridiculous so like yeah it's taking some time yeah uh, but that's what you want to expect if you want what they're giving you, you you're gonna you're gonna have very large files <laughs> that, yeah. that's just what it's gonna be um, and that's why they should definitely um you know uh, compensate you with having extra storage because there's no way you're gonna go digital only and um I don't know. It's weird, right? So I don't know. So the thing is, is not that um, they have to give you extra storage. I don't think so. I think they have to make it make the ability for you to get extra storage easy. Um, so and that not only has to go with like, can I go and grab an off the shelf hard external hard drive and plug it in and still play my games and play them fast? So yeah. I know some people who get external SSD drives to make sure that they can play them fast. It's the fastest hard drive um, speed you can get. Um, but I also know some people who are upset about another um, aspect of all this when it comes to space, and that's cloud save space. You know, Xbox gives you, I believe, 15 gigabytes of cloud save storage, while 
Um, PlayStation gives you, I think, five gigabytes of, of cloud safe storage. And that becomes a problem when you're talking about saving like, you know, video, video replay files, yeah. you're saving photos, you're saving game files. And you, you find yourself having to delete some and move them to a console in order for you to save to a cloud so you can get it somewhere else. And I don't know if every gamer experiences moving from console to console like that, but across the board, there needs to be a, a better look at storage when it comes to installing games, saving games, and accessing your titles. So who do you think is going to be uh, the winner of the console wars when uh, PS5 and uh, Xbox Scarlet does release? I think in this generation, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Xbox wins this next generation. You think so? Um, Xbox has set itself up in such a way that um, it can improve on what the gaming experience is. And I think that's what, when you talk to a lot of people about what's better, Xbox or PlayStation, it boils down to their experience. My oh. friends are on PlayStation. It's easier to get into parties on PlayStation. The game interface is better. You know, the menu interface is better. It's the experience that it brings it to, not just mm -hmm. like the secondary comes to exclusive titles, right? But I think when it comes to gaming experience, Xbox has set themselves up prior to release of Project Scarlet to say, this is where you watch games at in their partnerships that they're forming with Mixer. This is how you record and stream games in the partnerships that they're making with Twitch, um, along with Mixer, along with Elgato, and, and making sure that you can stream and you have the ability to do broadcasting directly from your console. They're working hard with um, NVIDIA on their graphics chips. Um, they're setting their services up like Xbox Game Pass and Ultimate Game Pass to work across PC and cross-platform. So they're setting themselves up to be everywhere you game whether you're watching, playing, or competing, they're going to be everywhere. Uh, and I think that's what's and going to I help them win. And I think that's one thing where uh, Sony definitely lacks in, is they're very inclusive. And they, they like to, not inclusive, Ex but exclusive. Exclusive, yes. yes. They're very exclusive, and they, and they don't want to share with anybody. Like, when Xbox wanted to make you know cross platform with sony mm -hmm. it was a big deal i mean they're even like that with spider-man for christ's sakes they're very they're very like um stingy with their shit <laughs> so so and then there's a side piece of news that's really like um it's really interesting this actually was just kind of talked about in the past couple of days and, and there's no article truly foreign about it i'm just getting pieces yeah from a lot of um people i talked to um but ea is doing some really good moves with um with their offerings of games and EA is actually talking about um, um, bringing games back to Steam. Yeah, they yes. Um, so, and and what that does is if you if you had the ability as a publisher to bring your games back to Steam, and you already sell your games on a platform too, and you exclusively started another program called EA Access on Microsoft Xbox, yep. uh, Microsoft has set itself up to have those games then available on any of their platforms. But one of the interesting things that EA is attempting to do is a we've already talked about cross platform. Yep. Then we talked about cross-play and cross-save, where your character saves across platforms too. Um, but EA is introducing cross-purchase, cross hmm. um, cross-buy, cross where if you buy it on one platform, you have access to it on many. Um, so cool. i.e. if they bring their games back to Steam, you will still have access to it inside of EA Origin, which is, of course, their own platform. Yeah. But then why wouldn't you have access to that game inside of the Microsoft Store then? Yeah, you know, know, if you're exactly. on your PC. Yep. And then that opens up the door that if you have access to that exactly. game on a Microsoft store, then why don't you have access to it on your Xbox? So that means if you buy EA title, you could play it on Steam, on 
your on Origins on Xbox. You can literally play that game then anywhere. Yeah, and you only have to buy it once. That's um, kind of cool. I like that. EA Access has just been introduced to PlayStation just this year, but Microsoft, you know, blazing the path for that for the mm. past five years. So, they, where do you think if something like that came first and exclusively was going to go to? It's likely going to still stick inside of Microsoft's house. So I think Microsoft takes it. Um, you guys can let me know what your what your opinion is mm -hmm. um, in the chat. I don't know if you want to move on. I've been yeah, on that's a fine. while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we got Overwatch Two. There's a second Overwatch, people. Um, this is where they watch more, I think. Um, and I think that's really where Blizzard's at with it. They want people to watch Overwatch more. Yeah. Um, because they're adding a lot of things that make the esports side of and, and the competitive side of Overwatch even better. Um, so on Overwatch 2, you can watch the, the full trailer over on YouTube. Just check out Blizzard's channel. Um, but Overwatch 2 adds new heroes, new maps, a PvP mode, which is a little bit more than a multiplayer mode, where it's like all-out PvP. Um, it gives you also the ability to like level up the heroes that you play with. So um, in the trailer, you'll see like they got Tracer to level 10. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, editorial here i am mad at the trailer if anybody knows <laughs> tracer you know tracer has this ability where she could teleport to the spot but within three seconds she teleports back to the spot that she came from um and i believe that's actually maybe two seconds in the trailer you see her teleport over to the computer towards winston and she fucking stays there <laughs> i'm mad at that yeah but i'm only thinking that they gave tracer a new ability and maybe she could only tell she could teleport now permanently which would be pretty cool for a tracer um um, so, yeah, that's in the trailer, too. Um, but a lot of new modes are coming, new heroes. They're keeping the same 31 heroes. And from what I hear, there is a story mode, too. That's so that's cool. going to be pretty yeah. good. That only have to keep on reading all these digital comics, yeah. comics and shit to keep up with the story of Overwatch. You can actually play a story mode. Um, there is a new character that they kind of showed off. Her name is Sojourn. She's a Canadian soldier. Um I don't know if she's going to be lesbian or not. They've been doing that a lot with their characters, so who the fuck knows? No, she's um, Canadian. I, I'm not saying that's because of the reason, but... All those Canadian yeah. lesbians out there. Who knows what they're doing with her. Lumberjacks. Um, she looks pretty cool. Everybody kind of Always wearing seems, flannels. Everybody seems to be doing this with their characters now. She's got white hair um, in braids. So I yeah. don't know if you've seen this, this new character in... Um, in Tekken 7, yeah. he looks like a pimp. His name is Leroy Jenkins. Not like not like Leroy Jenkins. Leroy from the, Jenkins. Not like that, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like he looks like a pimp. Like, look him up. Like, it, dude, dude looks silly, but he's got yeah, white hair and braids play, too. Yeah. So I don't know why everybody's doing that to their characters. I don't know. Last piece in Blizzard, um, they also announced Diablo 4. I love the look of this logo. I hope they go with it. Um, Diablo 4 <laughs> brings the best parts of Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 together. Um, and I don't think we can get anything better than that. Um, if you play Diablo 3, you know, like when you go from zone to zone, um, there's a loading and you have to kind of like unlock the zone before you can get to it. One of the big parts about Diablo 4 is it's going to be truly open world. Um, you have access to all zones from the get go. Um, still iso um, the isometric view, but huge world. And because of the huge world, they are adding mounts. Um, so yeah, you get, uh, you get a mount inside Diablo 4 and one of the cool things about it is your, your dismount is character specific to get you back into the action faster. So based on the class that you select, uh, depends on how you get off your mount is a whole animation for it. Okay. Um, so really cool stuff. They've announced some of the, um, classes already. I believe they have announced, um, 
Now, when you say about that view, that's like a top-down view? Yeah, it's kind of type top-down, um, th- what do you call it, three-wall view. Like, yeah. you, you see you you see two walls in the three if you were just looking at a room. <laughs> you see what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they call it isometric. Um, um, so, David so, said Shadowlands for a while? So yeah, Shadowlands is coming out for a while. Um, I, I'm thinking about getting back into it. There's, there's a, again... Piece of editorial op-ed here for Shadowlands. Sh- everything that Shadowlands is trying to do <laughs> makes me want to start playing WoW again, except for what they're talking about with the goddamn level cap. It's this really weird thing that they're doing. Um, they're taking the level cap. Right now, the level cap is 60, right? Yeah. In all previous versions of WoW, um, it's really weird. So what they've done is... They usually always put another 10 levels or 15 levels onto the cap in order for you to play through the new content. Of course. This time around, they're actually (laughs) going to say, if you're at level 60, we're going to pull you back to 50. And that's how you get back to 60 again. That's a little strange. It's so weird. So it it really doesn't, it's not inviting enough for people to come back to WoW. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And if you're already in it, it's just like, why the fuck would I buy that? Why would I want to do that? You know, like, I just want to. I don't even know if I want that content then. Like, is it worth it to be... David said level cap is 120. Um, So maybe I'm thinking about it in classic, but yeah, they're, they're bringing that level cap back to 60. That That is literally what they're doing. They are pushing it. So if the cap <laughs> is 120 now, your new level cap will be 60 in Shadowlands. And for everybody that's, that's max cap now will be pushed back to 50 in order to get up to 60. I'm insane? telling you, that is what's yes. happening. And that's some bullshit. Um, wow. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was I was wrong that the level cap is six is sixty. It's one twenty now. The new level cap in WoW will be sixty. In order to get there, you will start at fifty. Yes. If you're max now, if you're under fifty, you will still be at that level. It's That's crazy. It's stupid. Super stupid. What's up, Michael? Welcome back to the chat. Um. Okay. So yeah, that's Blizzard news. They just finished up BlizzCon. That's how we got here. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think they have a date for BlizzCon 2020, but you cannot expect to see any of these titles until right around that date, which kind of circle back to our previous story too. Yeah, All of these titles were announced to be released on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. Mm-hmm. No mention at all of being released on PlayStation 5 or, or Scarlet. Or Scarlet. Or yeah. um, so it's it, we're just not done with this generation. No. And we're going to wind up in our Grand Theft Auto 5 um situation again i think so too and then that was so annoying if anybody know basically grand theft auto 5 was already a great looking game came out on 360 ps3 and then when the xbox one and ps4 came out they re-released the game yeah and didn't even give you an upgrade you you had to buy it again if you i know it. It that's so stupid. stupid i and i bought both and this is it's, yep. gonna, it's just gonna happen again i i, I hate myself for it all okay. right um lastly you hate yourself so game releases coming up I in November. Paid literally sixty dollars for both. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, hey, I bought Diablo three five times. Yeah. So I bought it on Mac. I bought it on PC. I bought Jeez. it on PS4. I bought it on or PS3, then PS4 and Xbox. I bought Diablo three five times. Huh. Oh jeez. It's a it's a good game. Diablo fifteen. So what's coming out this <laughs> month, Larry? Math. <laughs> math. <laughs> Didn't I hit it's you with math luck. before you even got three here times too? Five. <laughs> All right, uh, coming out this month. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> I just saw a game that I do not believe people were buying into, and 
they get to see what it was. I told them two years ago that shit was going to be bullshit. Um, anyway, first up, we got Just Dance 2020. Um, <laughs> My daughters would be happy. No, that was, that was yeah. not the one. I'm, I, that, I'm actually excited for like Just Dance. You were excited for Just Dance? I'm excited for Just Dance. So so here's a reason I'm excited for Just Dance 2020. Okay. It, okay. There, there's, there's, um, there was a story way back in March where um, Ubisoft couldn't reach their deal with Disney for a lot of their music and their songs, uh-huh. um, especially like the soundtrack stuff. Um, because they were going through all this stuff with Netflix and ABC, okay. all that stuff that they own and shit like that. And they ended up securing the rights. So it it, it made um, Just Dance even better. Um, so you get um, those pretty hot tracks. It's not in here right now in this story that I'm looking at. But Just Dance 2020 is supposedly going to be releasing with nearly 300 songs. Wow. And that's, that's, um, that's very that rare. Yeah, that's yeah. very rare inside of a Just Dance, yeah. especially not being DLC content. So... Um, it's supposed to be like a really mashup of a lot of their old songs too. That's going to okay. just be releasing inside this, but with a launch library, that's pretty cool. That is um, cool. Yep. And you can play it all sorts of ways. Like they say right here, it's available on Wii, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Google Stadia is Google streaming game streaming yep. service, but it's also available on Android and iPhone too. I don't know why they're not mentioning that. Okay. Um, so you can play with your phones and shit. Um, <laughs> Okay, so also Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Tokyo 2020 yep. um, Olympic Games. I don't know why they do this and not wait until, like, I, I think you can really get some hype behind it if you just wait until, like, May, maybe. Yeah. Um, or even, the like, near the Olympic Games. June, June, July, but May the earliest is when you should come out with one of these games. <laughs> but um, they're only doing this because of the holiday grab. Yeah, it's going to be exactly. awesome for, um, it comes out November 5th on Switch. Um, so that would have been a really cool game just to start cross cross platform now. Just Nintendo. Jeremy said he can't wait for the remake uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, that's not coming out. I believe until February or March. Something like that. Something like that. Um, we're in November here, man. It's it's daylight savings time. (laughs) (laughs) What time is it? Daylight saving time. No, I mean like I I don't know what time it is now. Like twelve. Twelve. Um, Death Stranding. Still ten. (laughs) <laughs> Death, Death Stranding has been a game by um, it, it's made by um, Haido um, Kojima he's a he's the the guy who created Metal Gear if you're a yep. big fan of that if you're in gaming you know the name when I say Kojima but if you're not just know this dude is like the fucking Nelson Mandela of games yeah. so I don't know what you want to say <laughs> Um, he, he really allowed a lot of creativity out of oh. Japanese studios mm-hmm. um, and brought a lot of those games um, to the Western culture, um, most notably Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so a, a while back, um, he had a big fallout with Konami, yep. who he was making the games with. So they ended up letting him go, although he said he left them. Blah blah blah. Long story. He wanted to make a game that he wanted. They didn't want him to make that game. This game is called Death Stranding. It comes out in November. People are already talking about it and reviewing it. And now we know why Konami did not want him making this game. Um, this fucking shit is dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it is. It, th- this fucking shit is dumb. This game. Um, like hold on. And let, let's, let's, let's first talk about how um, they're hyping the game up. This is stated as, oh boy, this is a big one. Now that Kojima is free from Konami, Sony has taken the reins off and allowed him to make whatever game he wants. The result is this strange and enigmatic production, a strange horror slash action slash open world game with a strange sense of warped American patriotism, a ton of celebrity camos, cameos, cameos, <laughs> asynchronous <laughs> multiplayer, and a piss meter. Yes, a yes, piss meter. There's a piss, piss meter. Yep. 
Um, what does this mean? Where do the babies come from? If you've seen in the trailers, you see a little baby coming down some little fallopian oh, tube no, or some shit. Um, oh, shit. Oh, oh no! shit. I should <laughs> Quick, move on. Um, Jump to the next one. <laughs> Skip um, it. There's, there's, there's a character named Die Hard Man. Um, there's a character named Old Womanly or Old... old Old bag lady. Old bag lady. Um, old bag woman. Yes. Old, old bag, bag woman. woman. Yeah. Um, okay. So this game is basically, if I had man. to sum this up, Die Hard Man. Yeah. Comes out this Friday. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try to sum this game up. If you want to know what Death Stranding is from the mysterious trailers you've seen over the past three years, boils down to truck simulator. Truck simulator. <laughs> so you right. are you are in this post-apocalyptic world where um, the only resource is, I can't remember the name of it, but this resource powers everything. And one of the big things that's powered is, or powered by it, is basically the internet that connects most of the world together. And if there's an area that doesn't have this resource, then they can't connect to that network. And without being on that network, you can't be good. So you want to get on the network. So, your, the network. so your character's goal is to get other people on the network because that ends up being your secondary mission of you carrying stuff to other places. So you're you're a delivery guy <laughs> uh, and you have to take stuff to places. But in order for you to get to those places, those places need to show up on a network. And if they don't show up on a network, then you can't find them. And then once you want to try to get that place on a network, you need these resources that you're going to get from carrying shit to places you can't see or know of. It's, it's, it's a delivery insane. game. Yes. It's a delivery it's game. job. Yes. You want to work in a game? You can <laughs> You can play Death Stranding. Yeah, that does sound like my job. Um, so it's, it's, it's some bullshit. If it don't me. show up in the GPS, I can't well, deliver I can't it. it. It's some bullshit. <laughs> Guess they're not going to get these needles or whatever we'll that they do for a living. We're going to talk more about Death Stranding on, on my YouTube channel, yeah. uh, One Life to Play, um, probably in a couple weeks here. So, you know, tune into that. If you want an alternative to purchase on November 8th, Need for Speed Heat is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody loves fucking Need for Speed. It's a racing game. We did not see a Forza game this year. Um, that is a, a really, I think, hidden story that no one is is mentioning. Microsoft did not release a Forza this year. Um, they usually go alternate, like Forza Motorsport to Forza Horizon. So this is what we get for racing this year. We get Need for Speed. <laughs> um, but oh, I think that's, that's okay. Funny. Chris What's said it? the old bag woman identifies as a seasoned reusable non-binary binary carrier of goods. You would you would be surprised how not far off he is about that character though. <laughs> that that is that is actually pinpoint. She's got the hair um like um like like Sarah Cotter from the the new Terminator. Yep. She's got that cut going. Um she talks like a man. The dialogue is is very rough. Rough um, dialogue. And yes, all she is trying to get you to do is take her shit take off of her shit. and give it to somebody else. Okay. So, yeah. I'm tired of Spot this on. shit. Spot on. Spot on, Chris. Um, the new Super Lucky's Tale is coming out also on November 8th. For some reason, this is coming out on Switch. Um, I don't know if anybody knows um, Super Lucky's Tale, uh, but it was a game from Rare that was released on um, Xbox um maybe like two or three years ago okay. um so it's just now coming out on switch so people are super hyped for it but it did not play well on xbox so i wouldn't want that uh romancing saga 3 is available on november 11th if you want an incredible um 
exactly what it is a romance saga um this is romance one of those J- saga. this is one of those jrpg games um so yeah go do that um i saw a really cool meme about jrpgs yeah you sound yeah saying all these just all these letters just all yeah. these things so there's this meme about jrpgs where it's just like you start off with at the beginning of the game it's like you know push over this rock and then at the end of the game slay this demon god <laughs> it's like, how do you go from that to that um, but yeah, that's what they want you to do in those games. So you can do that on November 11th. <laughs> oh yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield comes out November 15th. I know a lot of people excited about that People super one. excited yes. about Pokemon. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big Pokemon fan yeah, like that. So, um, what I am excited for is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is coming out November 15th. The perfect time than any, um, right a, a month before, um, episode nine releases. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it can be a fun time with Star Wars over there next month. If you want to get ready for it. The release of the movie, pick up um, Fallen Order. It is um, a continuation of what they say. Wait, they um, set after Revenge of the Sith, um, bridging episodes three and four, one of the last surviving Jedi, Padawan Calchistus, is on the run from the Empire. His actions may decide the fate of the remaining Jedi Knights. He's on the run. So I think all Jedi are always on the run, aren't oh, they? Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't always. know much There's about a, this. I'm they're not usually on the offensive. Yeah, the only one that a Jedi was ever on the offensive was um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Every other time, they're always running from some yep. shit. Um, but yeah, so those are the games you can get in November. Oh, I did not mention. I'm sorry, people. Shinmu 3. Yes. Yes, it's coming out on November 9th. Uh, I'm sorry, November 19th. 19th. Don't, don't get too excited. Um, it's been 20 years since the first Shinmu and 18 years since the second. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are Dream a lot path. of changes. Yes. Um, they have a hybrid storytelling method. They are, they have some quick time events, but if anybody can do quick time events, um, uh, I'm going to say that is the, the developers of Shinmu. Uh, that, that's kind of where it, um, where it came from. Yeah. If, if you remember like quick time events in PS2 and PS1 days, mm-hmm. that, that's, where, that's where they started. So yeah, let's go back to that. And um, yeah. it, this is crowdfunded too. Yeah, this yes. was uh, uh, okay. Yeah, sure. It was. <laughs> it's like yeah, Wasn't sure. It? Yeah, it was. It was. A, they did a crowdfunding push, but the game is not totally crowdfunded. So the crowdfunding push was be able to still get the developer backing for it. I gotcha. Mean, uh, you you still have this being backed um, uh, a a good deal by by Sony in order to get this out. That's how they gained exclusivity. Um, so here's the thing. Yeah, it's one of the first AAA Kickstarter games that somehow somehow managed to get a standard budget of over $47 million. Um, but in all intents and purposes, there are numbers that are being thrown around that it took 90 to $105 million to make this game. Wow. Um, but but again, no one knows where that number stems from because, th- because of how long this game has been in development. Yeah. Um, that could be a that could be a number that was over you know fifteen years or a number that was over the last five years. Gotcha. So, who knows? It's a it's a big it's a big release. Um, big news for the gaming community. Um, right. But that's it. That's gonna close out Larry Player One. I appreciate you guys watching it. If you yeah. want to play some games, did I talk about it last week that we were moving? Yeah. Um. um no. You're gonna oh be a shit. Shit. Okay, well, yeah. Well, we're it. moving, too. Yeah, we're, well, we, we don't want to make that a thing. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're moving the lounge uh, from Westlake to Parma, Ohio. Uh, if you haven't been out to One Like to Play Gaming Lounge, we will be open at, at the Westlake location until um, November 20th, so you can still come check us out. We got a really cool event. Check out GameCleveland.com coming up on November 16th. It's a weekend-long event right next door to our current lounge at Westlake Wagner's. 
Um, huge weekend of gaming. We're bringing classic retro console and new generation games all in one place in one fat weekend. We got the boys of NBA Jam out there. Um, you can hear a lot of boom shakalakas while you play some Smash. These are fire. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be a fun time. Um, check out tickets at GameCleveland.com. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Larry. Thanks, Larry. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you um, should be thanking us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Frosted Shredded Mini Wheats. I want to hear about McDonald's. There he is. That's his favorite cereal. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Plain or strawberry, blueberry? Oh. He's, he's got to go to his He opened story. the door. <laughs> he yeah, opened yeah, the yeah. door for the next question. So, it's going to take um, about 20 minutes. McDonald's had an offensive Halloween decoration. Uh, this is according to AOL. Uh, McDonald's, oh, shit. Yeah. A McDonald's franchise in Massachusetts is apologizing for any unintended offense that may have caused by a controversial Halloween decoration dun, displayed dun, dun, dun. earlier this month. College student Eric Pocock's video went Pocock. viral she, when, she when he noticed stickers at the checkout what it is. that included what appeared to be a man hanging from a tree by a noose an image he immediately found offensive. The owner and operator of the North Andover franchise apologized for the imagery and announced that the stickers had been removed. Uh, what do you think? Is this sticker offensive or just another creepy Halloween I don't feel decoration? Like that, I feel like that's a little much. That's a little much, I don't. Right? I don't feel offended by it. Not but offended, I do, but I don't I am, like it. I am shocked. I am, yeah, I I am like utterly it. shocked. I'm but truly then, surprised, yeah. But at the same time, I'm wondering... Now that I think about it, I see you. You see how people put the ghost hanging from trees. Yeah, those still kind of look like to me. I've always thought that they looked like KKK hoods. That's just me personally. I've always thought they looked like that, and I thought it was really weird that they were hanging from trees. I'm not offended by it. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't take any offense to it. I just find it very odd that you would hang a ghost from a tree because I thought ghosts float, and then fucking ghosts aren't real, (laughs) and then it's fucking Halloween. So, (laughs) so I put all that together in my mind, and I'm just like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Halloween. Um, there's always like some sort of weird stuff that That's doesn't make like, sense really with that kind of stuff. But do you think that was uh, intentionally put there? No. Like, hey, we're gonna hang some black people. No, I don't think there's any intended no. malice in that. I just like, think yeah, it was like a stupid little. I think it was just a stupid decoration. They didn't think anything of. They took it down once some once they kind of were like, hey, you what almost, the fuck? You almost don't see it. I kind of just saw the pumpkins at first, and I thought it was just a tree next to it. You know, yeah. I, it took me a while when you were just you had it on the screen. I'm looking right You're looking at looking around it. like what's yeah. a fu- like what's a fun yeah? Fun? What is that? Is that, that damn pumpkin? I'm looking that for something pumpkin. happening at McDonald's. Last thing I saw at McDonald's, somebody threw a blender at somebody. Yeah, some shit, right? Like no. I what mean, were you about to say, Mark? How you yeah. feel about it? When when it comes to your point with when people hang decorations outside, I got the crap scared out of me uh, about a week ago. As I got a part time gig, deliver pizzas on Mondays. And there was just this one. I walk right into it because it's right there. We're walking up to their house and give them mm. their food and stuff. And it's like, oh, what the hell is that? I I didn't even get a clear look at what it was. Like I think <laughs> you bring up an excellent point with those hanging. Uh, uh, ghosts, ghosts and what have yeah. you, and anything else that you hang. Uh, it's key to use the proper type of rope or wire. If you're using <laughs> a nice big thick piece of rope, oh, that looks like you've hung something. You're using some fishing wire. Oh, it's floating. It gives off an appearance that it's a ghost. You got this rope around this ghost. And it's yeah. like oh, they hung a clansman and they hey, cut you know him what? off. That comes. How do Christian farmers feel about scarecrows? 
Hmm. I don't know. Because there's, I mean? there's, there's a certain type oh, yeah. of Satan. <laughs> satanic yeah. Kind I mean, of... you just crucified. Uh, uh, oh, because he's out of the Yeah. 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 I did not realize that. Well, now there's a difference, though. If he hey, was Mark, Jesus of the Scarecrows. Move to your right a little my bit. My right slightly? Yes, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was my fault yeah, for what I want to peed. Yep. Um, so if if he was Jesus of the Scarecrows, and that's a bad thing. If he's just some Scarecrow, like, you know, thief or robber, that's common practice to crucify them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's part of we're, it. We're getting off the rails there. But, like... <laughs> I, I don't know. No, like, still hanging. Do you, we're still hanging. I mean, do you think they <laughs> should still have, hanging he's, here? He's upside down. It's John. The do you Baptist. think they should have taken the the decoration down? I think he could have hung in there a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was good. Yes, good setup there. Um, no, um, no, I, I think I don't. Go ahead. What, he doesn't know what to say. He's just like I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think you should have taken it down. Really. I mean, I I think being a family restaurant, I I kind of get it on both sides. So on one yeah, on sure one you side, you have uh, somebody that that immediately identifies that as because it is a black figure being hung. You can't tell what it is. You, right, know? you can't tell. So like, anything, so really. so Just somebody looking at it like, oh wow, that's a lynching. You know what I mean? In a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. know, like, so there is something there's a difference between being offended and taking offense yeah so this individual took offense because of how he interpreted it you realize that is a halloween decoration you can go down the street and find other shit yeah. hanging physically now, from trees and someone did it in a sticker yeah and and you associate it immediately with an individual and not like who that could have been this, a zombie that could have been yeah I mean, well i think the, the fact that it was it was the in co- a human yeah. shape and not like i don't know something zombies like, are human shaped yeah. i mean well, i don't know oh if it's a zombie dog <laughs> now you're hanging animals oh my god I, I I find oh, that offensive, God. Mark. I'm offended. The majority of zombies are human shaped. I'm trying to say Yeah, I, I mean, like, and, and and here's the thing that just annoys me about that shit. Like, he probably could have taken offense to it, but went right home and watched The Walking Dead, yeah. or, or or went and watched, you know, Black Klansman the movie. You know, like, I don't, yeah. you, you, you go, you live your life. The way you want to, but I then you end up. I think sometimes so these people just do this just for the attention. Yeah, it, it has to so, be. There's no way that I don't think I would have noticed it. I think I would have just been too worried about why they take it so goddamn long with my for goddamn my food, big flurry. Yeah. So what the fuck is going on? I think like, I would have been more pressed about that. He takes a video of this. He took a video of it. Yeah, he took okay. a video of it and went viral, and I think that was the intention. I don't. I don't necessarily think I would notice at all. I mean. And uh, you see, that's the problem too. He took the video of it mm-hmm. and then went viral, right? Yep. But did he did he did he tell did he talk to the manager or the owner Good. of the store Probably before not. he took the yep. video? Because if you not. were so offended, then you yes. wouldn't take you would have stopped to take a so video. So what he did was yeah. he took the video and immediately went on Twitter, tagged McDonald's in it, no, and said, see, "What's up you with that? You not offended? You not offended? You you want some yes. fame? That's not being offended. I know. You're getting if your you 15 were, seconds. If I was truly offended yeah. by some shit like that, I would have taken it down myself. Exactly. I would have just yep. ripped it right off. I would have just cut. The, I would have just cut the body off, left the tree in the, in the pumpkin. If yep. I was offended. Excellent points. <laughs> Dude, people are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I know. Because like, that's the same. It's on my nerves. I, I I understand if it was like if it was a shape of a of a guy hanging, and then there was a shape 
of someone that could have looked like a Klansman next to it, then there you go. I would have went to fucking Pakistan's and got a piece of black <laughs> vinyl and yeah. cut out a, cut out the shape of a chair and put it yeah. underneath it. Like, there I you mean, go. He's like, oh, yes. <laughs> and the thing is, we don't even know, but I'm sure whoever put that up there is now fired. They're out of a McDonald's job, that, which was but probably the, the only job they qualified but what, for. But what if it was the owner? That's what I'm saying. Like, old, McDonald's are franchised. They yes. probably went and bought some, some, some decorations and said, here, Susie, put these up before exactly. you close. Right? Yeah, exactly. Or instead of a chair, if you've ever seen Once Upon a Time. It's uh, never the manager's fault, though. No. And a little kid with a Usually harmonica that- instead. Yeah. I feel like we all we're, we're all in agreement here. I feel like we all agree on this. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. What's the what's the chat say? Does the chat say anything? Uh, um, just oh. Rachel. May read Rachel's comment? Um, sure. Someone always had some race card they want to bitch about. It was Halloween and don't think it was meant to be for any color. No, nah, she go. just would have put duct tape over it. Yeah, final decision. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Duct tape with actual ducks on it. With actual ducks. It would have been like super they cute. Like ducks. That. That's why I can't be mad at I can't be mad at her calling Everybody it duct tape. Everybody be quacking up about it. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they Rachel's would a real Absolutely. quacker. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, but we're going to go on break. Um, I think we discussed this enough. Plus, we're getting... Towards twelve thirty already, already and, and we're, we're not, not even, even done halfway through the Damn. show already. I'm sorry. No, it's all your fault. That's what we said. We well, said this that. might be my exit then. If you, well, I can come back for this, I'll come back after this one. Are you sure? You got a meeting at one. Yeah, maybe this is this is gonna be my so long farewell. Yeah, I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for being. He's on gotta the show. go. He gotta go. Well, dude, you definitely have to hit me up later because that was pretty cryptic. What you were saying before with the move. So I don't know what the hell's going on. No, we okay. So you guys are gonna be doing your show yes. out of the studio. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, we still need to set up times, and also I don't want to talk about it publicly, but we're talking about it now. Okay. But the thing <laughs> is, is like I said, we wanted to bring other shows into the studio to, to use as well. Okay. So I want to kind of just like officially launch this the way it is. I don't. I mean, for what it is, you guys wouldn't be coming in until like February. Like we're yeah. a long way off from this. No, I know that. Okay. So yeah. like I want to announce like. Hey, there's a studio available. Guess who's already in the studio? But now that everybody already knows it, like you're gonna be in that studio, sure. Like there's some unless we aren't. I'd like to do some planning. Unless we, right, unless we aren't. Unless But well, then we are. Or maybe we're not. We gotta set up times. Like so we so so the lounge <laughs> typically opens at eleven o'clock on Sunday. So I gotta figure out who's getting you in there too, if uh-huh. you're gonna stick with the same show times. You know, we, we gotta work that out. Okay. Well, there's we, a lot. There's details in this. Gotcha. You just say you like we're nervous. moving the show. Like, right? we yeah. made him half nervous. an hour talking about before the I'm show just, started. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly what we were talking about. No, but, but the way he, he yeah, he did. Way, I questioned it too yeah, when he said way, what he said. Yeah. I was like, wait. wait I thought well, I was talking about the move of the lounge, and then you said like we'll talk about that. Like what's like what? Like what? Did you change your mind? Did you say fuck y'all? I'm out. Yeah. I don't even ever built. Why am I announcing that shows are this? Like, like we're gonna I'm open. Just, I was just like, wait, wait. Okay. So Hold on. honestly, if you're talking about like some details of what we're doing too, we need to move the lounge first before we. Well, yeah, we obviously. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like when we start building it out, yeah. we need the lounge area open, even if we don't have the studio done. Obviously. We need the lounge open. So obviously. there's always these steps that I need to take. I oh, just yeah. now had the meeting today about the whole video, not today, or this week, uh-huh. about the whole studio setup, like lines running from where, lines talking about lines. what cameras you got and what you need and the lighting for shit. 
Oh, I gotcha. I, I don't even know. No, I, no, I understand. He didn't like want to. He sets. didn't want you to bring it up now. Yeah. He's saying later, and then Man. you yeah. brought it up now. We did say. Yeah, I did. I, I literally did he say later. And he said, "Oh, well, let's uh, talk later." And yeah. then you were like, "Well." See, <laughs> like we're setting up a three-man desk, so we got to figure this whole four-man stuff out. Well, we got yeah, some stuff to figure well, out. Well, and, and and the thing is, if you need any help from us, we'll we'll definitely help. Okay. You know, because I mean, I have I have stuff too, obviously. So if we have to combine a little bit, I'll make my kids help too. That's fine. Okay. Slave labor, you know. All right. All right. Slave. But anyways, thank you, Larry. <laughs> you uh, we're gonna that. go on break. Don't leave till the break. Don't leave till the break because it looks weird when you just bounce walk away he did <laughs> well we, so i didn't want him to he shot? gave yes. us no, yes. yes you oh i didn't realize he, we were still yeah. shot. he gave no he he didn't give I any notice get yelled at yes. for shit everybody else does around here all right because I, 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 I hold ignorance. you to a higher standard yeah, like <laughs> don't, don't do that don't do that yeah do it. <laughs> i thought you would change shots and we're on him solo that's my bad i'm sorry oh no no, no. <laughs> nope nope you were just like i'm out Peace, bye. I had right. pee that badly. Yeah. See, this is where I didn't want to start. You see what Chris is doing now? Now what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it's something hilarious. All right. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, anyways, we're going to go on break. When we get back, Larry won't be here. Um, <laughs> but we'll have get to work with David Frank. Yeah, David's back today. So keep it locked right here on the Epic Radio hey. Show.
There's only one judge in Cleveland that deals with housing and property issues in our neighborhood. And I can tell you, Ron O'Leary has gone that extra mile in making our community a better place to live in. Hi, I'm Anita Gardner, a longtime activist in the Mount Pleasant neighborhood. And I strongly encourage you to reelect Judge Ron O'Leary on Cleveland Housing Court. Judge Ron O'Leary has proven to be the judge who listens to the community. And not only does he listen, Judge Ron O'Leary found time to join me and others on a riding tour because he wanted to know what we needed from the court. Judge Ron O'Leary has the passion, experience, and endorsements of many community leaders, along with organized labor and the Plain Dealer, which says Judge O'Leary is caring, creative, and committed to housing justice. Judge Ron O'Leary, without a doubt, has proven to be a fair and concerned judge, and that's what we want in the housing court. I'm Judge Ron O'Leary, and I respectfully ask for your vote to continue working as your Cleveland Housing Court judge. Paid for by the committee to reelect Judge Ron O'Leary.
Larry is gone. Yeah, Larry is gone, gone. <laughs> um, but we have David on the line, and he's going to be talking to us about um, his business stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great introduction. So, yeah, absolutely. His love business David. stuff. Well, he's been gone for a long time. Yeah, he's been it's gone it's for like a I almost time. forgot how to. Intro. How to do it? How to like? But talk anyways, about we're him. gonna um, we're gonna do the intro and then get to get to work. So yeah, here we go. All right. Get to work. Yeah. All right, and uh, we actually have uh, a new set for you too. I don't know if you saw that, but oh yeah. Uh-oh. Special. Yeah. yeah. I redid everybody's. You just made him feel like he's not special. Why'd you have to say that? Oh, yeah. True that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, and, oh, um, you know, uh, before we get into your um, your, your thing, um, I, I did want to say congratulations. Um, if you guys don't know, um, David is having a boy. Uh, and it's going to be, what, January is the due date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. January thirteenth is the due date. She always has early, so more than likely it's going to be. Like we think the last, the last couple of days of December. Is oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Yes, very much so. This has been a long time coming Aww. for us. Uh, it's a double rainbow baby for us, which if, if folks don't know what rainbow baby means, it's a baby following a miscarriage. So Aww. we had two, oh, and wow. yes, this is very very special for us baby is super healthy awesome uh, he's growing at a perfect rate everything looks awesome so yeah, that's ble- great it's definitely a blessing from god Aww. absolutely oh congratulations like, oh, and we're excited and um we're gonna send you some stuff too like i already told you um we're gonna send you uh some ah, baby you stuff yes. i appreciate that all right so uh what do you got for us today all right, so I, I've got some things maybe uh, listeners, viewers want to get a pen and paper handy. This is going to be some vital information here. So I did a segment uh, so many months back just briefly touching over the importance of resume writing, right? That's one of the gateways to you gaining a new position. Almost in any world, people that hire want to see resumes. Well, the world changes so much, right? Employers are always yeah. looking for this, always looking for that. It changes so much. So I want to go over a more in-depth, uh, write your own resume. Don't pay somebody else to do it. Don't go online and follow what some other knucklehead, knucklehead does. Do what works best for you. So, But before I do that, I've got a question for the panel here. Sure. What is the average amount of time you think a hiring manager, recruiter, or HR person looks at a resume before they make a decision on you? I'd say five minutes. Right. It has to be kind of like. It's usually a short amount of time because they have to go through so many different resumes. 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. They have to like, you have to like stand out right away. Yeah. Or it's like, they're like, nah, nah. So I'll tell you the nation average is 60 seconds or a little under. Wow. 30 seconds to a minute. What I say. Yeah. Good job, Mm -hmm. Mark. Good job, Mark. That's surprising. Analyzing shit. A lot of people, before I got into staffing and hiring and human resources, I. I thought the same thing, like, oh, you can't make a decision that quick. It's got to be at least five to ten minutes, right? Yeah, no, you would think. Yeah. Don't have that not, time. Not the case. That first Hiring managers get literally dozens and dozens and hundreds, sometimes depending on the position, thousands of resumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they've got to get through them, they've yeah. got to spend less than a minute to figure out, is this good or does, does this go in the junk pile? Mm-hmm. So 
I feel it's important to tell people, you know, you've got to make a resume short but sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say this phrase, kiss it, right? K-I-S-S, kiss it. Keep it simple, stupid. It sounds, goofy, it sounds goofy, but I mean, the less you have, the better yeah. sometimes. So I'll start off by saying you're going to make a resume, no more than two pages. That, write that down, get a tattoo of it, whatever you need to, less than two pages. I don't care if you're a NASA astronaut and then you sold stocks on Wall Street to make <laughs> millions of dollars. We don't need all of it. Two mm-hmm. pages, two pages, it'll save you, okay? No pictures. Definitely not. To say that. I've been getting a lot of resumes and pictures. Nobody cares what you look like. Don't need it. (laughs) Proper contact info. This is a killer, right? Put Mm. your uh, activated email, an email you check often. Put a phone number that's not disconnected. That's Mm -hmm. kind of important. I call so many people, and then here comes their voicemail. Or or make sure your voicemail is set up. Uh, The comment I get all the time or the response I get is, voicemail is full, not accepting messages. Well, how do you know that I've called? Right. Mm-hmm. How do you even know? That's in a world me, where yeah. we're getting beat with solicitors day in and day out. I don't have to tell you guys. Everybody knows this. And so we screen our calls. There's nothing wrong with that. But then I will always leave a voicemail with somebody to let them know about a job offer. If your voicemail's not set up, I bet my number looks like a solicitor to you. Most people won't even look it back up. And then there's an opportunity that passes you up. So mm-hmm. updated info, keep your voicemail open, make sure it's an email that you're checking. And then an optional thing I say is if you've got a LinkedIn profile, not everybody does, that's okay, but put your LinkedIn profile attachment on there so there's multiple ways for folks to get a hold of you. Can't stress that enough. Um, what do you what do you feel about like social media? Um, social media is always okay too. If you've got, I would highly recommend a backup account or a, <laughs> a more professional account or at least keep your main account private. Oh yeah, so for they don't sure. Friend you. They can't look at comments. They can't look at pictures. Can't look how fucking ridiculous um, you are. Like literally. You at the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. See so you at the club or you're spouting your own political opinion. Yeah. Maybe the hiring manager doesn't believe that you can keep that shut when you start like, working there. So, yeah. Yep. You're clear on some sites. You're clear. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big thing I see on objective, right? Everybody blandly puts, I'm looking for a company that can utilize my skills. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Everybody puts that. Be heartfelt. You know, the yeah. biggest thing that I see is if you've got 60 seconds to make an impression, tell them exactly what you want. I'm looking for a first shift position in this department. I feel my skills and experience will yield me a salary range of blank to blank. Always leave a range. Now, gotcha. I'll leave that second part as optional. I'm not saying you should put on a resume. I need 90 grand right now. Um, but if you're comfortable, if you know what you're worth and, and you know the job market, you know what the pay dictates for those, put it in there. That mm-hmm. helps the hiring manager go, oh, well, this is a $60,000 a year position and this person's looking for 55. I'm going to call them. It, it helps them make that decision faster. I look at resumes all day, and if I see somebody who put they need $20 an hour, guess what? I'm not calling them about a $14, $15 an hour position. Yeah. So it, it, it helps. It saves time for them. So I cannot You mean you can't get enough. 90 grand a year for like a um, $16.50 position? I mean, I wish. You'd have to probably damn. work like 120 hours of overtime yeah. to get that. <laughs> You'd be a damn zombie walking around. I'm like, like, oh, yeah. Eight hours a week? <laughs> I'm just saying you can't demand that much. From like <laughs> you a, can't demand a $16. it. A $16.50 uh, dollar yeah. an hour job. Like, I want 90 grand or I walk. 
I no guess joke. So. And I tell it to people I interview too. I'm like, how, how much are you seeking? And, and they look at me kind of confused. And they're like, well, I don't know how I should answer this. I'm like, you're looking for like $200 an hour, right? So am I. We all want to make lawyer money, no doubt about it. But, Absolutely. You know, folks, yeah. you got to be, you got to, you got to know your market. Just do research. We're uh, informed consumers nowadays. You know that if you flip burgers and you're going to go to another burger flipping job, again, no puns on anybody who does that, work hard for your money, but you know you can't go for $10 more an hour yeah. to a competitor if that's not what the market dictates. Right. So just be smart. And if you're not comfortable putting a salary range, don't put it on there. I'm just saying if you know what you need and, and you're confident in your skills and what the market is, then put it on there. It helps. It does not hurt. Um. The next piece is your work history. I, I might have to say this a couple times, but put your work history in chronological order, starting with your most recent position. That sounds like it makes perfect sense to yeah. everybody, yeah. right? Yeah, how far are. back yeah. do you yeah. think you should go? That's a great question. So I would say, you know, seven years to 10 years. Um, I would not personally go any more than that. Um, a lot of older folks come to me and ask me to help them put together resumes. And they don't want to date themselves. You know, it's most employers are equal opportunity, right? So you yeah. can't hire based upon age, sex, all that good stuff. But the regrettable factor is if they don't want to hire an older person and they look at a resume and that resume has 30, 40 years of work history, uh-huh. that's, all they, that's all they needed to know, right? Yeah. So don't date yourself. That's a great question. Epic. Very great question. Um, seven to 10 years tops. If you want to put more than that, okay, but just be cognizant in, in not dating yourself. Super important. All right. Um, also, um, is there a job limit? Like, all right, so say it's seven to 10 years, right? But what if you've had like seven jobs in them years? Do you, maybe you've maybe, got a lot to explain. Good question. Yeah. Well, I'm yep. just saying, like, do you put all of that or do you maybe go with like your last three or four jobs instead so of the another, seven years? That's really good. And I'm actually glad you asked that because a lot of people will say, um, you know, don't put certain jobs. And I would tell you it's going to kind of really depend, right? If you've left those positions for bad reasons or you quit or you didn't give it enough time, um, putting them all on there could hurt you. Um, But I have a counter to that where I'd say put them all on there. But if you've got gaps of employment or you want to address your reasons for leaving, say they're really good reasons for leaving, right? Not like, yeah. customer got my face, so I said, fuck this, and I got out of here. <laughs> Something like that. Not do that. Yeah. Right? Or, or, or my boss called me an asshole, and so I punched him in the face. Yeah. No, right. But I'm not explaining address that. your reasons for leaving. Address your reasons for leaving. Address your work gaps. Hey, I was a stay-at-home mom for two years. That's why you see this gap. Yeah. Don't That's let the them assume your gap for you. And, and yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, They'll do that. Human resources people, recruiters, they'll assume the gap for you. Oh, this guy ain't worked in four years. Yeah, he's probably a shit bag. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just, that's just the nature of the beast. So if you put, hey, um, I was taking care of a terminally ill loved one. Yeah. That is something that I would read on a resume like, oh, well, that's a perfectly good That makes excuse. sense. Not, not, oh, I was looking for a job for three years. Yeah. Well, where the hell were you looking? <laughs> right? Where the, the hell were you looking? So. Good, good, good point to that. Address your work gaps. Address your reasons for leaving. If you're not comfortable doing so, maybe you put a little note on the bottom of your work history. Will address reasons for leaving in person. Will address work gaps when offered an interview. You know, something to that effect. Yeah. Don't let someone else. Don't let someone else assume things for you. Be 
be transparent, but be honest. Yep. Larry said, um, I hear it's four jobs. I, I don't know what that says. Well, let's see. I hear four, four jobs or, or 10 years. Yeah. Is left. Yeah. The comments as well. It's going to all depend on what you're hiring for. You know, if, yeah. if the ad that you're looking at for the job says, we're looking with, for someone with super solid work history, mm-hmm. well, you might weed yourself out if you put five jobs in five years. Yeah. You know, so um, seven to 10 is the, the, the what I provide. And then gotcha. a lot of people will say, well, what if I don't have that much? Well, then don't put that. Oh, of course. I'm going <laughs> to teach you a caveat. I'm going to okay. teach you a caveat for this. So. If you if you took a job that you thought was supposed to be great and you got there and everything was wrong, I'm going to tell you, for instance, I took a sales job so many years ago that I did not know it was door-to-door sales. Okay. Stuff, right? Oh. Yeah. So I took the position. I'm glad for the experience that it gave me. However, I was there like five months before mm-hmm. I said, I can't do this door-to-door nonsense anymore. Do I put that on my professional resume now? No, I don't. That's the truth. Now, that's not being me, me being facetious, but it's just not something that even pertains to what I do now. So it doesn't need to be on there. So I share gotcha. that with you to say, if you took a job that's like a year or less, and it just it wasn't kind of related to your experience, what you're looking for in the future, anything like that, mm-hmm. you can leave those things out. And if you need to explain those in an interview, you can. You don't got to keep them secret. But if they don't come up, then you don't talk about them either. You know, mm-hmm. don't share more than you need to. Super important. Yep. Um. In that work history section, bullet point your responsibilities. No run-on sentences, no run-on paragraphs. Mm-hmm. I milk goats. Goat milk is good. I safely <laughs> milk those goats. Those safely. goats were happy. I increased goat production by. Yeah, don't do. Don't don't run it on. Those goats they were happy. Read a paragraph. You're really <laughs> into goats. <laughs> That's the best part of it. Those goats were but, happy. But I was the goat bullet, at my job of, 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 of feeding goats. I was the, the goat, goat at goats. my job. <laughs> I'm the goat of goat caretaking. <laughs> you know that that would actually be a good bullet point. Yeah, right there. I was the best at goat because it's one sentence; it's not a run on. But yep. I can't stress that enough. When a lot of people write resumes, they get so excited and carried away with their responsibilities, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Have pride in your experience, but nobody has time to read a story about one small task that you did. So it's just bullet point it, and then. Um, people that read resumes love numbers. Okay, their eyes, your eyes naturally scan to numbers when you're reading nonstop sentences. So put, you know, I increased productivity by 20%. I allowed for 10 customers to increase their growth. You know, put those numbers in there. Put percentages in there. Um, they, their people's eyes just attract to them, and then you also have a tangible. You know, you have a tangible positivity to the job that you did, right? If you're going to work at McDonald's, say I increased or I lowered the drive-through wait time for customers by two minutes on average. That sounds silly to some people, but for people who are hiring and looking for people like that, they love those kinds of numbers. So put put a quantitative number to that figure, and it'll help you out a great deal. That I promise. Awesome. Um, be specific with accomplishments and how you made things successful. Uh, I'll see a lot of people specifically on the manufacturing side. I safely did this. Well, no, duh, you safely did that. Otherwise, you'd be losing fingers or hands or something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> but I contributed to a lowered injury rate because I did this. Five less people were probably right. injured this year. You know, yeah. just make it make it quantitative. I can't stress that enough. Um. 
education, even if your education is not completed, put that on there. Okay. You know, put, I'm working on my bachelor's or my associates in this uh, date of completion projected this date that shows employers that you're motivated and you're working towards something. A lot of people, I've had a lot of people say, well, I don't want to put it on there. It makes me embarrassed because, you know, it's taken me 10 years to do my bachelor's. Nope. Don't be embarrassed. You're still working towards something that others are not working towards. And employers want to see that. Okay. Even if it takes you 10 years to finish a bachelor's because you can only take night courses because you're providing for a family and you're working really hard. No problem. Show that projected date. And I got something even better. If you don't have higher education, put when you graduated high school, that's still important. People take it for granted. Oh, it's just high school. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people entering the workforce nowadays that have not graduated high school. So put that on there. Mm-hmm. If you've gotten a GED, good for you. You went back and you did that. Put your GED completion date. I'm here to tell you those are 100% important. Don't let anybody tell you that they're not. Well, they are. I mean, especially, um, you know, some people have different reasons for not finishing high school. Maybe there was death in a family or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever reason, maybe they weren't. A child too early, anything. Yeah, life happens. We get it. We get it. The fact that they took the time out to go back and get, a diploma, I think to me that that's uh better, you know, like definitely one that makes me want to hire somebody. No doubt about it. I would rather watch somebody who has 20 years of good work history. And then I see, I know this person is say in their mid thirties, forties, and they went back and got their GED last year. I would rather hire someone like that than someone who has no work history, but they graduated high school on time. That's just the truth because I see they've got the history. I see that they went back and committed to it. That's much more important to me. The school of hard knocks is what I say all the time. That education in life uh, or or life trumps education Mm. and experience. So cannot stress that enough. Um, Certifications, that's optional. You know, I, I have my current AED certification or I have my, um, oh gosh, uh, CPR certification. Just make sure that they're not expired. I don't mm-hmm. care that you had um, CPR certificate in, from 2004. That, that makes no matter to yeah. me or any other hiring authority, right? It's got to be updated or your current CNA, you know, certified nursing assistant or a medication aid or something to that effect, just make sure that it's active. Um, A lot of people love to put skills. You know, that's another optional section. I think it's good, but make sure you put dates or not dates, but time behind your skills, right? If you've got experience in Microsoft Office, how much? I've got five years in Microsoft Office. I've got two years as a manager. I've got four years as a forklift. Put years experience behind what you've I was a forklift for four years, too. And then I transformed so, back into a human. I've been lifting forks since <laughs> childhood. <laughs> He's been lifting forks since. <laughs> no, like that was just not with transformer. What would your transformer name be if you turned into a forklift? Um, the Forker. <laughs> not epic, then, huh? No. no. Would it be get a forking job? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I, I will mean, fork people up, though. You, I'll tell you that much. You fork I'll them up. That's right. Don't, don't fork with you. That'd be bad. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to go fork myself. <laughs> yeah, I quit my last job because my supervisor told me to go fork myself. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, sorry. But, yeah, put, 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 no, you're fine. Put years 
put years experience behind that. They don't want to see jumbled. Um, I don't want to see jumbled phrases, Microsoft office management experience, forklift, um, quality assurance, right. Put the amount of years behind it because that helps, uh, uh, even a, a rookie HR person go, well, this position requires two years of management. Oh, he's got four years of management. I see it in the skills. Okay, well, then that's at least a starting conversation. That at least puts you in the next tier of them getting a hold of you. Um, last but not least, references. I think everybody does pretty well at this, but there are some people who break the rule. References, just go with the traditional available upon request. Okay, nothing else needs to go from there. I see some people put an actual name of a supervisor and their phone number and their email address. You don't know who's all looking at that resume. That could go to Indeed. That could go to Monster. That could gotcha. go to Career Builder. That could go to everywhere. And, and then all, those people, you know, I hate to say this, but party time. you guys know that all of these marketing places that call you soliciting nonsense, they have software that can just pull phone numbers and email addresses and everything from sites such as that. So you don't know it, but you're setting up your references for hell yeah. That's what I want to do. So yeah, they might not want to reference you if, if they are yeah. getting called about their extended auto warranty. Mm-hmm. Right. I love getting them phone so, calls. So just don't put reference names and contact info. Don't do it. Just available upon request. And then most people, after you go through a first round of interviews, then you can, then you can pass info on. That makes sense to me. Awesome. I know I bored you guys to death, but a lot of these things are super important. I can't stress it enough. If you follow those guidelines, or at least 90% of them, when you write your own resume, I guarantee an intake or at least more hits than you're used to um, just because it's quick, it's easy to get through. A lot of people love that their time feels appreciated, and a good HR person is like, oh, wow, you have relative, relative experience. This isn't a long resume. You've summed everything up for me. I'm going to call this person. Cool. It'll work out for you. Awesome. What questions? Do you guys have any off the top of your mind that I could address on any one of these things? I think I interrupted about? you with all my questions. <laughs> I interrupted I you. actually <laughs> want to pay you a compliment because you pretty much did in that amount of time what I've had uh, professors or others do in at least a four to six week long <laughs> class setting. I appreciate that. So Good. that was yeah, excellent all to time. the point. Good. And I appreciate that. And that's what I'm about. I'm not about wasting anybody's time. And, and you're right. There's a lot of courses. You can go to a professional resume writer and you mm-hmm. can spend hundreds of dollars for them to do something you can do yourself. People just need right. the best guidance for it. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. It's about, Everybody's time is valuable. We're a nation of get to it quick, pull out your phone, and get, get to the work. Answer. And I mean, I, I, work. I went to, to work. college for HR and, and I uh, was an assistant manager at a grocery store for 11 years. And I probably learned more on the job than I did in college. But that's Absolutely. why when it comes to that, looking at a resume thing, yeah. when when you're the person who's looking at it, it's about 30 seconds to a minute, and you're just looking for that first wrong thing. I can't tell you how often. It'd be five seconds. Oh, you spelled your name in all undercase letters. Okay. We're not doing <laughs> you couldn't follow the simple directions of putting last name, first, first name, last, or however it is. Yes, There's no way this person's name is Rakrosenti Joe, you know. Represents right. no You're real last name. Off. I screwed that up, but yeah. Um, the only other thing related I could probably mm-hmm. related work history too. That's the other one. If you're applying for a food services job, but you're at least past two to three jobs weren't food food services, I'm not calling you. And that pertains to every 
single career field you can imagine. If you want office work, but your past three jobs hasn't been office work, the likelihood of you getting it is tough. And people will say, well, then how does anybody gain that? You've got to find the positions that are willing to start people off without that experience. And they do exist. They absolutely do exist. Just don't be upset with yourself if you apply for something you haven't done before, but nowhere in the ad did it say, you know, willing to train, willing to start from scratch, anything along those lines. Those jobs are out there, but don't be frustrated with yourself if you apply for something far out of your experience and wonder why folks aren't calling you. Uh, Chris said David's baby boy will be a Capricorn. Capricorn's rock. Capricorns are pretty all right. Yeah, I think I would agree to that. I know a few. <laughs> and uh, I think the only question I have um, now, you were talking about resumes, you were talking about keeping them short. Um, are you against people using like templates? Like if they, if no. they don't really know kind of where to start and stuff, like, do you think like using a template and great question? Yes. You, you use a template. I mean, uh, most Microsoft uh, programs will have a, a, like hundreds of them already built in. Just don't get snazzy. Don't, don't do a purple one. Don't do a pink one. <laughs> don't do these crazy razzle dazzle picture ones. Do a simple and clean one is what I'd recommend because mm-hmm. uh, just what was mentioned earlier, right, that we're looking for the first mistake. And if, if you've got this wild make-no-sense template and your email address says at yahoo.com, <laughs> Yahoo. or, you know, something wild, yeah. That's spell check, that right? So keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it easy. And I know for a lot of people that's really hard, right? They like to be eccentric. Like Yeah, like Rachel. Everything. She put glitter all Don't over it. That. There you go. Don't yeah. Don't don't glitter a resume. You don't want to do that. Yep. Unless you're applying for a cosmetology. Right. Unless school, it's that picture, they might appreciate. It. <laughs> know your audience. Know your yes. audience. <laughs> Already glitter on it from the last job. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on, uh, David. It's Thanks pleasure as always. Yes. Hey, God uh, bless you. How the did kid and everything? Yeah. Awesome. And uh, how did your stepsons do with the the baseball season? Was it baseball? Oh, uh, folk. Football. No, football, football. Sorry. Uh, they, they did great. Matter of fact, they have parties both tonight for the celebration of their seasons. And my one son, um, they won the championship. Yay. Um, so, yeah. Very, All right. Very exciting. Well, much Back love here. to the wife and kids. And uh, uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. All right. Have thank you. Thanks, you too. David. Thank you. Uh, we're going to move straight into crazy news. Oh, we're just so we're going to do the intro. News. And okay. then. Um, we're going to go straight into that. Straight into We're this. not going to do any more topics. We're going to just do crazy segments, news and the then uh, playing with balls just to try oh, to yeah. get this underway. <laughs> at least, hey, at least I'll have a couple topics to start off with for next right? week. And I didn't I didn't advertise these topics either. So it worked too. out. Yes. So it's perfect. So it worked out. Okay. Um. Right. So we're going to get right into crazy news. Get right in. Yes, I did. Yes. Good job. Good job. You're just on point right now. All right. Or whenever you did it. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. So California middle school students receive student ID cards with sex hotline number. um, Oh, snap. Oh, I heard about this. um, A California public school district apologized Tuesday after a sex hotline number was printed on identification cards issued to middle school students. Yes. The Lancaster School District in northern Los Angeles County 
uh, said New, v New Vista Middle School intended to print a suicide prevention hotline number on the IDs, but mixed up two digits, resulting in a sex hotline number. That is so crazy. Unknowingly being printed instead. That is so funny. I mean, not funny, but it is funny. <laughs> It's like, oh, my God. And Chris said, I'm going back to school. Um, <laughs> late yesterday, we were made aware that the middle school ID student ID cards have the wrong phone number listed for the suicide hotline. The phone numbers have two digits. I mean, transpose. And this is a mistake. Well, you know what is <laughs> oh, really funny about funny. that is uh, uh -huh. that that it's in place of the suicide hotline. Because maybe that'll brighten their day, you too. You know, somebody commented on this article. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. Said, I bet that deterred several suicides. <laughs> like, well, hey, what were they doing? Oh, yeah. Although, oh, ultimately, shit, it could have caused a whole bunch of ever-never-been-borns. Oh, no. Drain oh, babies. Man. Stop it. What? Stop it. Shh. <laughs> The middle school administrators will be collecting all student IDs and we will be printing new IDs and distributing them to our students. We are very mm. sorry for this error and we are working hard to correct it. I'm sure a lot of these kids were like, I'm just going to save this or I'm going to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to keep that for later. Yeah. You know, take a little picture on their little I mean, they are phones. in middle school, for Christ's sake. Come on now. Like, yeah. that's, that's from that's peak time. time, yeah. That's peak time where you're going to be like, hey, this is a good time right here. <laughs> But if you're still just at the other end of it, right. I'm not calling that girls are icky. She wants to girls are my gross. She wants oh to touch my pee pee. Ew. Oh, that's gross. She's gonna <laughs> do what? I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one was pretty simple and just straight to the point. There. Good job. It's really funny. I like that one. No, it was a good one. <laughs> that was funny. Um, Iowa woman, 56, dies in gender reveal party explosion. I heard Ooh. about this one too. That yeah. one's not that one. That this one's, one's not, not as, as funny. Not as funny. It's a little ridiculous, but it's not as funny. An Iowa woman died on Saturday from an explosion in what appears to be a gender reveal party gone wrong. The victim, only identified as a 56-year-old woman, was at a party in Knoxville when authorities were called about a woman who was severely injured in an explosion. Once investigators arrived at the scene, roughly 40 miles southeast of Des Moines, the woman was pronounced dead. That sucks. It was determined the woman died after the gender reveal party caused after the gender reveal caused an explosion. Debris from the explosion flew through the air, reportedly hitting the victim and severely wounding her. Jeez, so um, did they do like a pipe bomb? I'm trying to figure out if it sit, you know, gets into that. Officials <laughs> did not release further information about the incident. However, gender reveal parties often make headlines for their disastrous outcomes. Of course. Not always, but, you know, in these in things, situations where people think they have to be really, like, eccentric and really big for some reason. Or even, you like, know, I would almost put money on it. It's like us white trash hicks, we got to stop doing <laughs> this stuff where it's, it, where it's just uh, fireworks, time. fireworks for everything. Oh, we're going to have fireworks for 4th of July. Kind of normal. Cool stuff. We're going to have fireworks for the gender reveal party. Wait, wait, wait. No, why? What? Why? Why fireworks for that? Calm right, down. Right? Oh, um, Rachel said, um, before I got to this topic, she said, Chris Kettler, they put your number on them for your other side job. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that would cause you to commit suicide then, though. <laughs> you call up Chris oh and say masturbating on the other side. Phone call lasts 30 seconds and you're ready to kill yourself oh, afterwards. No. Oh, no. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, so they they uh, bring up another gender reveal party that resulted in an explosion in April 2017, if you remember that, when a U.S. Border Patrol agent shot a rifle at the highly explosive substance 
Tannerite near Green Valley, Arizona, um, sparking the sawmill fire that caused more than $8 million worth of damage. I remember that. Wow, that started from a gender reveal party? Yeah. Holy crap. Wow. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I was like, well, dang. I didn't realize that these things had been around for as long as they were, and I misunderstood gender reveal party. I thought it had something to do with, like, the Caitlyn Jenner stuff. Mm-hmm. Where, like, oh my she goodness. was just having a party. Like, I'm That's not Bruce hilarious. anymore. Gender reveal. I'm a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's all, hee, hee, hee. That's how I laugh. No, That's but it's, so but it's like it's genuinely like funny. It's just like <laughs> if you guys laugh hard, then I know I've done something all right. So. Yeah. <laughs> did my comment go through? Did you make a comment? I did. I don't see. And so a they comment. ended the party with a bang. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No, no. Rachel said, now that's crazy. Wow. She did say that. Um, Sadly, that woman died and she may have been a mother. Mm. Exactly. Like, we don't know. I mean. She might have been grandma, but didn't find out the gender review. Right. Could you imagine the hell that would be? be? I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, I'm coming down haunting these bitches. Like, (laughs) fuck this. I didn't even get to fucking live to, like, know what the baby was going to be. Fuck y'all. I told them the fireworks were a bad idea. Yes. Yes, like I told Jeez. them that shit and was stupid. And they've gone and killed me. And then they gone and killed me, and now I don't fucking get to even meet my grandchild. Well, That's fuck terrible. you. Mm-hmm. That's really I'd be, sad. I'd be haunting them. I'd be for sure haunting yep. them. Especially even worse if it was the in-law that came up with the idea. Like, it's her daughter-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. I never liked her. Right, I never liked her. I told her. Like, like are you sure that wasn't a just a murder? <laughs> murder at a gender <laughs> reveal, reveal party. party. Hmm. It's a whole Agatha Christie night. Damn, this thing's getting kind of serious. <laughs> All right, last story. Illinois man surrenders to police after Photoshop costume request. This one's kind of <laughs> funny, too. I, lo- I thought this one was funny. Um, all it took to find a suspected drunk driver in Illinois was a little magic with Photoshop. Um, the Kankakee? Kankakee? I have no... That's a fucking Conti? weird... Conk? I don't know. Conk? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a sheriff's department. <laughs> Posted several photographs of fugitives on its Facebook page on Wednesday, as it does every week with what it's called a Warrant Wednesday. That's so weird. Yes. Warrant Wednesday. Well, I mean, Taco Tuesday is good. But you know, but Warrant Wednesday is even better. Yeah. They just play songs by that band. Warrant. Yeah, yeah. Warrant. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they hey, do. Hey, everybody, welcome to Warrant Wednesday. We play both songs over and over again. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> do they have more than the two? I don't know. Oh, Chris would God. know. Uh, Chris, Chris would, would you're know. like Chris he would help me out on that one. That would be Let's see. Yeah. On October 30th, the department posted a wanted notice for Brandon W. Conti, 25, who has failed to appear in court on a drunken driving charge. In the spirit of Halloween, he commented, "Where's my costume?" <laughs> the department obliged and altered the mugshot. The m- new photo featured him dressed in a sailor uniform with a caption reading, "Ahoy." <laughs> Ahoy! <laughs> Done. We held up our end of the bargain. Now you do the right thing and sail yourself on in here and turn yourself in. Or call us and we'd be happy to provide you transportation. Damn. They're just like, we'll come get your bitch ass. Where are you? So the three that pops up is uh, Cherry Heaven, Pie. Cherry Pie. Oh, I love that song. Sometimes she cries. Because that dude's from around here and he still plays in the area. He's married to a woman from around here or something. Like that. Yeah. Like that. She's like half his age. Yeah. They, these are really quick. I'm, I, this was actually unplanned. The show was going to run over. So I'm glad these were short for out. you. Yep. Um, he replied that he would surrender along with two laughing of face emojis. <laughs> he said, I'll be there before noon. Please have the paperwork done and ready. 
<laughs> and the department confirmed he turned himself in. That's, that's so hilarious. that's the most hilarious thing what, I've ever heard. And what what was the crime again that he was drunk driving for? Drunk driving. Drives up there drunk even. Yeah, like he says, like, I'm here. You guys got good senses of humor, mofos. I brought a bottle. <laughs> I brought a bottle. Let's celebrate it's this. It's Sailor Cat Jerry Sailor. whiskey. Oh, oh, bitches. I brought some Captain Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Captain, you get it? No, just getting the fucking, just, yeah. just getting handcuffs, bitch. You're taking the joke too far, jackass. <laughs> get in there. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. It's time to that, play yep. with some balls. Right. ball time. Yes, we're going to hurry this along. I will be quick. Yeah. Which women are <laughs> All right, give you the quick sports report because I know we're gonna wind up running uh, Browns real fast, and Browns are already up there. No, I didn't mean to do that. No, that's okay. I'm just asking you. No, 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 no. Let's do it in the order. Okay. The, the oh, Blue Jackets. Because right? I know the way the Browns stuff goes. Right? Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll get through like the other three sports in three minutes, and Browns will wind up taking nine. Yeah. All right. So real fast with the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, they they are oh three and one in their last four games, uh, is since we've last really spoken and. Uh, and it's it's not a, a good trend to see with them. They they lost uh, three to zero against wow. Cal- Calgary Calgary Flames last night. I could never say Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, Calgary. You said it. Yes. Calgary. You go. Calgary. All right. So they lost to those Flamers, and then <laughs> um, they're going to be heading into Vegas. Uh, okay. The 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 uh, Blue Jackets currently sit at five six and three. That's their record. Uh, they will be playing the eight five and three Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, well, mm. it's, it, it's nice to have a different kind of name, but yeah, the Vegas teams they're 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 all right. They uh, were just in the Stanley Cup Finals in their inaugural season uh, two years ago, and uh, it'll be a tough challenge for the Blue Jackets. But hopefully, we have some good news for you next week regarding hockey because the Blue Jackets are on the skids lately. Gotcha. All right, uh, I guess that'll head us on over to. Big balls, because first... Big ones. Or no, the small balls. We oh, go small no, balls mind. to big balls. Yes. As I get confused sometimes, all these balls flying around. I mean, we just <laughs> gave a puck, so, you know, you got to puck stuff up every once in a while. Oh, so yeah. I just pucked right. that up, and instead of big balls, it's small balls. Your Washington Nationals are our World Series champs. They are the best team in baseball. They did it uh, with... With offense at the right time, yes. because they had three home games in which they scored three total runs. One run per game. <laughs> games three, four, and five. They looked like they were on the skids, on the outs. The Astros were going to come in back home in Houston, and this had never been done before, where the road team won every single road game. game. It yep. was it was incredible. Yeah. Um, in the World Series, uh, three times before, it had been the road team won five games. Yeah. And because then you win one home game and you're the champs. It's how it works with the setup. For the only way that it could possibly happen where a road team is the victor after a seven-game series is if the road team wins every single game throughout the entire series. So Washington wins, wins two in Houston. Uh, 
Houston wins three in Washington, where there hadn't been World Series games <laughs> since 1933. Yeah. They brought out this 100-year-old dude who was like the only person who was still alive. And he got to see them lose at home. All three of them. <laughs> All three of them. A guy gets a ball <laughs> hit off his chest. Did he? And Bud Light, not the old guy. Oh, That okay. would have been amazing. This, that would have been the dude hilarious. who was carrying the two Bud yes. Lights. So they shipped him off to Houston to get to watch game six. They should have sent the old guy out there, too. Make up for not winning one of the damn games at home. That's all they would have had to have done to get even closer to the title. But uh, Washington pulled it off. I was a little upset to hear that that one of the o- that the owners' names are the learners. There's more of these damn learners. The, the 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 Nationals are owned by learners. The Browns used to be owned by learners. The New York Mets, Knicks, the Knicks are owned by learners. So usually it's dysfunctional franchises. Good to see some learners, but more billionaires win. You know a game. And, and and the Nationals are a fun franchise. A couple former Indians, Jan Gomes, mm-hmm. guys like uh, uh, Asdrubal Cabrera, and even other dudes, Doolittle, Suzuki, uh, Howie Kendrick. I don't recall if he had won one. Like I don't think he was on those 2 Angels or another team. A lot of guys who would who were looking to get a ring. They're late in their careers. That's why they joined this team together. Scherzer, uh, another fellow who was former Tiger. And, and a lot of guys who missed out maybe played in one World Series, and that's they're the oldest team in baseball. Average age is almost 32 years old, but even a couple of young guns like Soto yeah. coming in big, and, and it was it was a great series. I only put it above the 2016 one because of the end result of that one. Um, it was a great series. It was what baseball needed. It wasn't like the 2017 one where it was a bunch of mashing and hits all you know home runs over and over and over again with the Dodgers and eight and Astros. This was just a good series. If you like baseball, you would have liked this World Series. And I guess that's really all I got to say about that. Go Nationals. Good luck next year. Just Woo. hopefully the Indians are better. Yeah. Uh, big balls. Big ones. We're done with the small balls. Headed to the big balls. Perfect. Basketball. Basketball. And uh, deal here, Cavs. Uh, they've... They've played well thus far in this early season. Two and three, they've lost all three of their road games. They've won both of their home games. They are playing this afternoon, holy crap, against the Mavericks. They have the Mavericks here at home, 7.30. They're coming off of a tough loss on uh, Friday night. It was with the Indiana Pacers. Uh, 102-95 was the final. Uh, honestly, outside of an awful second quarter, the, the Cavs stayed in it. They, they were outscored 23-11 in the second quarter. And that was what eventually led to their demise. Equally matched teams for the most part. Pacers are just uh, slow starters this season. They're sitting at 2-3. and three. They had just come off of their first victory when they faced the Cavs on Friday. And uh, and today's a true test. If, if the Cavaliers can play the Mavericks well, uh, like I said, they're 2-0 at home. They're 0-3 on the road. They've got to start winning some road games. And of course, they're not going to be perfect at home either. But if you can have a winning record at home this season... And finish relatively well on the road, get about a dozen wins there. Um, you'd be surprised. This could be a 35-win team. And and I guess you're correct, Jeremy, that, that, that very few people care about the Cavs. That's, that's mostly your uh, uh, deep-rooted racism. Oh, my through. God. <laughs> because, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding, Jay, you're... You're not that racist. Um, you're only kind it's of not racist. deep, Bernie. Hey, I'm the one who last it's week. I'm the one who last week was flat out like, "There's three dudes on this team who look a lot alike." I know. 
But at the same time, if Chetty Osmond and uh, Manny Della Vidova had the same haircut, I'd confuse those two dudes, too. Yeah. Oh, there's some foreign white guys. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, let's see. We can uh, move on from basketball because Jeremy's bored with it. Let's do what Jeremy wants. Real quick, Ohio <laughs> State did not play this past weekend. Uh, they have Maryland coming up at noon next Saturday. The really only thing to talk about with Ohio State there. That's why uh, we're going right into football with the Browns, basically. And I, this is where I like to leave it open to discussion. Uh, we're going to Denver. We're playing at 425 today. I'm going to be doing a little uh, blurb on my show. Uh, it's called the Sausage Fest Sunday Show Spectacular Celebration <laughs> Show uh, over there on the YouTube Warren Brothers Broadcasting Network. And you can catch that there. We do a little pregame thing at 4 o'clock and a halftime thing at 6. And we'll go not really more in depth than I'm going to here um, with what the Browns need to do to defeat the Denver Broncos. They're going to be running a lot today. Both teams expect uh, the the passing. He's calling the wrong number, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, all right. So so expect both passing games to uh, to uh, uh, to be virtually non-existent because both passing defenses are very good. Uh, the Broncos run. Defense is slightly better than the no, is much better than the Browns. Uh, hold on, we double yeah. run all over them. Is that him there? <laughs> yes. What? I said Chubb will run all over them. That's what the hope is. I mean, that's my big thing. They Thank have, you for calling, Jeremy. Their Chubb is injured. Finally, we're doing something Jeremy wants. No. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we just do this two weeks ago too? Yeah. So oh, yeah, finally, sure. yeah. time to call in. Yeah. That makes sense. So, it hey, is. I love talking football. And 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 this is a good time to call then because that's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> the, the the Browns, and this is what's key, is that Denver basically is done with the season. They've traded Sanders. Their quarterbacks hurt. Right. Not that Flacco was great, but at least he could throw the ball a little bit. This other kid, Allen, that they're bringing in, he's a run first quarterback. Right. At least even, right? You know, so so if you can stop the run for the Browns, if, if the Browns can do that today, yeah. they should win by at least a touchdown. <clears throat> this should be an easy game, and I hope that they got there early enough this week because I know lately Kitchens has been making them guys travel on Saturday, right. which is kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but going to the high elevation like that, I hope, hopefully they're there like Wednesday. Yeah. But I doubt it because I am I am the front runner of the get rid of Freddie Kitchens fan club because I swear this guy cannot coach his way out of like Clark Rick football. Well, I as, mean, he's horrible. I know we, as, t- we talked about that last week. I think as we know, they didn't leave on Wednesday. I was hoping for Thursday at the latest myself, and I didn't see pictures of them getting on planes on Saturday like we've seen lately. And this this is where I get aggravated with our local media, though. Is there the same ones who will take those pictures on the Saturdays and like check out who's got Chipotle for everybody? <laughs> Here's this guy petting a dog. What's that watch? Are those pants long enough? Blah blah blah. And they're the same ones that go out on a Wednesday and say, so you guys didn't show a sense of urgency. What up with that? <laughs> our, media, our media sucks in this town, and I'm tired of it. I'm going to go get some uh, press credentials myself and just start He's storming the stadium. <laughs> and I'm going to ask the reporters hey, questions. 
let's get the, the YouTube page big for you, and then maybe you'll be able to get some from someone. I mean, I'm down, man. I'll help. I'm, so, I'm you know, hey, you'll ask the questions that the fans want to know and actually, you know, press on these uh, coaches and that. Well, because that's what thing, it is, man. Our media lets them all so easy. Well, because our media doesn't ask the, the, coaches, uh, the coaches the questions. They're going and asking Baker Mayfield. He's 23 years old. He doesn't <laughs> want to throw his coach under the bus because he's still got to work for his coach. And yeah. he's still got to go win football games. And he's getting asked these questions by Grossi, where Grossi's picking apart a random part of it and not asking the qu question properly. You guys didn't seem, seem to show a sense of urgency. No, they weren't executing. And, yeah, they were going a bit too slowly. But with what they were trying to do it made sense grossy didn't like the answer so he kept saying but but uh well were you happy then so you bring emotions into this that's got nothing to do with nothing no and so mm -hmm. i would want to ask grossy hey that line of questioning how do you feel that went are you happy with it but but and then so i want to start interviewing <laughs> the reporters because that's the celebrity that they want that's what they want they're but, just as big a star as the player or the but, coach or anybody too so but, but but he's only got to work for him, hopefully, for eight more weeks. You know, because, like, Kitchen's got to go. Uh, the, the, tough... discipline, the discipline alone should be yeah. the reason to get rid of him. I, I, because, I agree. you know, these guys giving up these dumb-ass penalties. The yeah. way that they're giving them up, it, it's coaching. It's yeah, discipline. it is. And, and the, way I, the way I look at it is last year, they were scared of Greg Williams. Freddie Kitchens, yes. uh, Jolly and Buddy, Buddy with everybody, yep. and he's like Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell was the Ooh. same way. Yeah. Romeo Cornell wanted to be everyone's best friend, and it showed it on the field. Yeah, That's um, point. and I I agree because um I, I it was a whole different um ball game literally when Greg Williams was uh. Interim coach. Because Freddie was able to compliment him. The problem now, too, is that you have Freddie as the head coach. You don't have a guy who compliments him. Yep. Do you know why it worked as well as it did when it was like Schottenheimer and Cower? Uh, because those guys complimented one another in their differences. It's just like anyone in a relationship. If your marriage is working at all, it's because you two complement each other in your differences. If, if Because, you know, we're all friends here. So, you know, I know you two. Uh, I know you two. And your marriages work because you don't do everything exactly the same way when it comes to either your kids or your household, your jobs, all of these other things. There's a give and take. It's a back and forth. And in fact, it's not even always dictated in exactly what happens every single day. Sometimes the one that's normally the good guy comes across as the bad guy that day. And it's like, I don't know why mommy's mad at me. <laughs> it's okay, honey, come here. And, you know, it's, it's just how today works. Or the adverse where it's like, Dad yelled at me. I don't understand. He yelled. He never yelled. I, I look at it like this. An experienced coach would have this team with at least two to three more wins. I think this so. This guy, is, he, he makes the dumbest calls. He does. And that is his problem. Mm -hmm. look, look, at, right, look, at, look at the Patriots. And, you know, people hate the Patriots. But, dude, you can't argue with their success. And exactly. a lot of people don't realize they don't have a defensive coordinator this year. You know, the guy they had last year, he actually went and he's coaching was in Miami now, I think, right? And uh, their defense is actually being ran by their, their safeties coach, hmm. which is Bill Belichick's kid. Yeah, I don't know if right. you've noticed or not, they have the number one defense in the league. They do. They're only allowing seven points a game. Yep. That is insane. Mm -hmm. like, you can sit Tom Brady at their first quarter every game if you wanted to, and they'd mm -hmm. probably still win. 
because their defense is just shutting everybody down. And what they're doing is they let Belichick work his way up, just yeah. like his dad did. He's a, he's a student of film. He's a student of the game. And you know what? In a couple of years, when Bill steps down, I guarantee you that kid's stepping right up taking the dad spot. And you know what? That's what they need to do with someone nose? here. No, I guess that's <laughs> right there. experience. Right there. Right there, just scratch. You get an experienced person here. <laughs> if you want to bring your rookie in, let them run underneath them, you know? Well, right, that's, you know. That, that's actually an excellent point with the Patriots, too, is that uh, that, that, that he has done uh, a really good job there in building the defense back up again and getting more like those Patriots teams of the early 2000s when Brady, it's almost like it's cyclical with Brady. Like, they didn't put too much on him when he was young. He played well into his own. It's how he accumulated all those stats. He did show that he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league for a very long period of time. He's towards the end of his career, and so they don't want him to go out there and try to break another kneecap um, again or something. And there are some, um, what happened? Some comments. Oh, a couple comments? Yeah, yeah let's, do, uh, let's do a couple comments. So, I know we probably want to wrap this up in the yeah, next few minutes. So that's fine. How about some uh, comments? But, you yeah, want to help me with some comments, Mostly Jay? from Chris. Uh, oh, mostly Chris. said, no, oh. please, no more changes. We need to eventually stay the course. Uh-huh. Uh, he said, we always give him penalties. Nothing yeah, well, new. Yeah. Uh, he said, Williams was a winning coach, and they fired him, which does not make any sense to me at he all. He wasn't fired, technically. We'll no. discuss that whole thing in a second yeah. if you want. Yeah. He wasn't, I mean, he wasn't fired, but it was like... You might. I mean, they didn't his remove the intro tag, right? Yeah, and they weren't going to just move him back to defensive coordinator. Why? Now was he my number one pick? Yeah, because of that. I mean, I just gave you that whole analogy, yeah. as silly as it might be. It's you needed. He, he the, took an zero and sixteen team to what six wins? Yeah, I mean that right there should tell you. Well, you he know? was five and three as the head coach. Five. Okay. Yeah. Still, and, that's better uh, than huge in three, two and a half years. Yeah. Absolutely, and 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 the and the and the thing was was you could have the <laughs> dynamics. You could have Williams be the tough guy on the guys, and you could have Freddie yeah. be the buddy. That's how it works in football. You can do that. Uh -huh. Good cop, bad cop. And then sometimes if Freddie needed to put a foot in the ass and say, you guys aren't running these plays correctly, and Williams can go and say, oh, it's all right, defense. You guys go and uh, kick some ass. And, the, and the, the biggest, the biggest loss, and people don't realize, was uh, when Ken's opinion. It was Zampinzi, how I pronounce the thing. Yeah. The uh, quarterbacks coach they had. Yep, Zampinzi. When he left, mm -hmm. that that is the biggest thing I think that affected Baker. And now Baker doesn't have that guy breaking stuff down for him no more. Mm -hmm. Now he just has Kitchens, who's a shitty coach, trying to tell him what to do, and Kitchens yeah, has no idea what he's doing because he's lost out there. Because people don't realize that stuff too about like veteran uh, quarterbacks and stuff like that, even though they're not starters anymore. They they sometimes will also help coach. Like, you know, they mm -hmm. could be a mentor to a, a rookie quarterback. Well, Stanton's still around doing that. This was the, the quarterback's coach. <coughs> that was the guy's position. Zampini. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick, because uh, I, we won't delve into the fact that I had the Browns at 2-5 and five at this point anyway, and at best 3-4, and four, and the mere fact that we actually played better than I expected we should should have. We should be 4-3 and three just because we played well. As, did you guys watch the Thursday night game? I'll do this point real quick. And you sure. have the head coach running down the sideline, last play before halftime, and he's calling timeout. Kingsbury, they made the stop. But he called a timeout. So the Niners get another chance to score a touchdown, and instead of it being 14-7 going into halftime, it's 21-7. These young head football coaches are getting in their own way with their micromanagement. 
So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just throw that in there. That's another discussion for another gotcha. time. We'll pick that up again another week. Yeah, we could talk or about that next week. Yeah. You, you guys have a good week. All right, I'm going to let you yeah, guys you know. Stop, stop and, uh, and I'll ask you the one last you, thing before we go all go. To, to end my What's segment. Up? This is how we'll end my segment. Um, everybody, uh, prediction for today. What we got? Ashley, of course, doesn't care. Thanks. <laughs> Epic, what do you got? Uh, we're against the Broncos. I think we could beat the Broncos. I, I think it'll be also another close game. Right. Because we have not been just dominating this year, period. It's All always right. been close games. So I, I'd say within a touchdown. All right, within a touchdown. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to call Cleveland by 10. Okay. And you know what? My, my, my crazy one might be, I think we might actually shut them out. Interesting. Ooh. If our defense we, plays we up to the level that they back. can, yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, it's a possibility. We, I just think if we didn't gift the Patriots 17 points, roughly, we only would have given up 10 against the Patriots. I yeah. mean, we gave yeah. them 17 points. Yeah, So, we did. Oh, yeah. with yeah. that being said, Cleveland Browns defeat the Denver Broncos today 20-12. to 12. That's what okay. I got, 20-12. to 12. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to say maybe 14-7. to 7. I think we got a lot of good stuff here. Jay says we could even shut them out. It could even be something around like a 17-0, 20-0, something like that probably. Yeah, that's just jumping on my head. Seventeen, nothing. Calvin said, by ten, you know they might get a, a touchdown in, in sloppy time there. You know it might exactly. get seventeen seven, but right. I, I think the Browns can actually shut them out today. Uh, we're, we're not going to kill them on offense, but we'll 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 be able. Kettler says uh, twenty eight twenty one Broncos, so he's he's uh, on the other side now, which is I mean Wait, the it's, Broncos it's, win twenty eight twenty one. Yeah, I mean. He, he said. See, I told you guys he's not funny. No, he <laughs> he said address the turnovers. No, I, I agree with him. Hilarious. Broncos win twenty eight twenty one. No, listen. So no, I I agree though. It now there is a there is a chance for the Broncos to win, and if they keep turning over the goddamn football, that's exactly what's going to happen. Here's a real fast thing. I commented before the season uh, before the season started. Was that Baker would throw 20 interceptions this season, and he's at 12, right? Yeah. He's only barely going to throw 20 interceptions the rest to, to reach the season. So that's nine more games, eight interceptions, less than one a game. These turnovers will be addressed. It is yeah. what's happening. It's that, that's exactly now. what it's happening. It, it yeah. is what's happening now. Uh, penalties, and time of possession. Right. As it's, it, it didn't turn out the way that uh, Mahomes' second year did. That's all it is. Everybody wants to make these comps. They constantly um, compare. Allison wants to know uh, any predictions on penalties. How many large yards Over do you under, think? Uh, six penalties. Depends on the nature like of the penalties. Like 60 yards. We hold as much as we do. It's, it's always the win, And if there's one pass interference. You know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Right. If they I, win under eighty, if they lose over one twenty yards. See, and because yeah. there's there's a fluctuation. There's a, there's a yeah. zone in which you wind up being in. They're the most penalized team in the NFL. They are. And because even if you have a great second of half time. of it, what false no start? You're going to wind holding. up. Well, <clears throat> but but how often is it Miles Garrett's going to jump off sides all the time? That's what happened to Michael Dean Perry when he was at the height of his career, lined up in the neutral zone. He got called for it almost twice mm -hmm. a game. So I mean, Garrett's just the same kind of animal. Animal? That's not fair. But it's the same nature of things. Right. Yeah. Um, you know what, Garrett plays that way. I would never ask him to play differently, though, because you know what, what he saying. does what he does. 
and he's got what ten sacks a year for a reason. I mean, come on. And and but if he's if he's accounting for two or three of your penalties, that's what's going to happen. We need to clean up the offensive line penalties, the holding, the hands to the mm-hmm. face on defense. See, then there's the phantom calls where everyone in the league is getting called for these things that weren't penalties five or ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, Browns clean it up just a little bit. You keep it around six penalties a game the rest of the year out, you'll be fine. I think so, too. And, you know, the thing is, penalties are going to happen. It's just the way the sport is. Um, There's no way to eliminate them to nothing. Any penalties are up all around the league from the last five years. Every every single offensive snap, you can call a holding play. You're right. And it's what every game, every team. The thing is, the Browns just got to make it less obvious like all the other teams do. Mm -hmm. And they'd be okay. And that's a coaching thing. It, it, they need to show them how to get away with cheating. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They need to be sneaky. Hey, so thanks. Are everybody. you guys have a good week? Yeah, all right? you too. Thank yep. you very much for and calling. And sell your houses okay. with Jeremy Rodriguez if you want to buy them and uh, buy them uh, a, a house. Definitely go what? through him too. Okay, so. Uh, I think that's it, guys. That's it for me. So, yep. uh, you know, until next time, this time has been the most recent that I've played with balls. Yes. And uh, <laughs> with our three-hour show, that will conclude it. With our three-hour show. Yeah, three-hour show. <laughs> Jesus. A little more central. Um, but thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for joining us. Uh, we will see you guys next week with uh, Aaron Stoll. Um, make sure you uh, follow us on the social medias. Check out the EpicRadioShow.com. Uh, we have new shirts. New uh, there's, shirt. I mean, there's a little bit of everything for for everyone on there. So check that out. There's also a new donation tab in our website. Uh, if you want to donate a dollar to uh, the show, just go on there. Uh, PayPal. So PayPal donate. Donate. Um, we're so and hungry. What's that? I said donate. We're so. I said donate. We're so hungry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, donate a donut, whatever. Right. Um, Give me a. But yeah, we really appreciate all of you guys tuning in and uh, spending some time with us. Yeah. Um, Go Browns. And uh, whatever. From everybody here at the Epic Radio Show, make life epic. Bye. Bernie Kosar right there. Dear Mr. President, there are too many states nowadays. Please eliminate three. I am not a crackpot! Oh wow, that was terrible. Hasta la vista, baby. Go! That's my only real motivation is not to be hassled. That fear of losing my job, but you know, Bob, that only makes someone work just hard enough not to get fired. And I thought our guys were out of time. Bye! Give all the weak things. Please leave this office. Do we get any sort of souvenir? Get out of my office! Oh my god. You're so good. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, who's your game? Can we get the beat back? Oh, oh.